And we are live here of Real News. Welcome back, everyone. Another week of this awesome tacular show. If you missed the blood sports from last week, which actually got over 100 views on the channel, you can check that out. If you want more fun content, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, share the shit out. Because uh, we are the populist resistance here on YouTube. Hashtag resist the corpo tyranny on this platform. Uh, but one thing that has been catching a lot of attention this week is the GOP civil war. This is something we're going to see over the next years. We go into the midterms and we're seeing it really take a, um, a major battle here with Liz Cheney. Another Cheney. I can't believe that family's still in in politics. We already took out the Bushes. Now we got to take out the Cheneys. So Liz Cheney has been criticized heavily uh, because she's as a total never Trumper. And McCarthy was even caught trashing her on a hot mic. So that made some rounds. And Tucker had a wonderful piece on Frank Luntz, who is this, like, fat, obese guy that comes on Fox and, like, has these focus groups. And it's like, oh, look at all these people that say Trump is bad. Oh, this is what the people think. You know, he, he always has these rigged polls and all these rigged focus groups, and he acts like he's smart. And turns out he is a a show for Google gets money from them. He's a lobbyist, and he, this is a weird thing. He lives with Kevin McCarthy. What is he a homosexual? That's unconfirmed. We don't know if they they do more than like you know live together. With roommates, yeah, yeah, roommates Ooh. or you know bang buddies. We don't know. That's the funny part. Is um Frankie here? He's on record. Um, Tucker's team found that Kevin McCarthy uh, pays rent for him, lives in his place. We don't know what they do in there, but it's weird. It's really freaking weird. Where are we in bed with Google shills? Oh, God. That's disgusting. It sounds like a CR slumber party. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. what I thought. I'm like, this is some CR tier shit. Like, ugh. So this is our wonderful leadership, and, and these people are going to be primary. I mean, Cheney's out. She's going to get annihilated. Um, and we have this new girl. I forget her name. I have to look it up. That's looking to replace her. That's making the rounds. Um, and McCarthy, I think, is next. He's, he's – we all know he's a never-Trumper. We all know he's a phony. But more and more is coming out, and it's looking bad for him. And even he's saying that Cheney's – make them all look bad so she's going to be pushed out even probably by the establishment to save themselves but i love this this is just i love seeing this i love people booing mitt romney at events like the overwhelming majority of the crowd just glorious i mean this is what we need we need more of this we need to literally just give all these people hell for not defending trump for not stopping the steal just get after them and primary them and it's happening which is good and i'm helping people with this stuff and there's a lot of people across the country are so it's it's wonderful yeah has uh mr presler done anything interesting with that lately oh mr presler man i love scott he's been out there and my brother scott but scott presler he's been out there doing exactly this like finding candidates to primary the rhinos and he's helping on the ground as usual voter reg and getting door knockers and door knock himself for MAGA people America first people to tr to challenge these people so uh, he he's awesome yeah 
uh, I mean, I mean, this is what we have to do. I know, we, I, I know, we've we've been kind of doing it uh, a little bit ourselves too, like kind of looking around, seeing what kind of seeing what kind of candidates we have. I was I, I tried to be cute and call it operate hashtag Operation Ground Game, but um, <laughs> let's go. But that that that's I mean this is ultimately what we're trying to do. We're trying to find find people that are legitimately want to do like like look you we feel at least I feel I, um that this is a, this is supposed to be a service position right. These political positions are supposed to be service positions. Like you're, you're serving the people, right? This is not, this is not something where you're supposed to be gaining, right? You're not supposed to be getting rich off of this fucking position, right? And uh, we need to find, but so we need to find. Ultimately, we need to find good people that are willing to take on these roles and willing to do what is right by the people. So. <clears throat> So this is what we're doing. We're looking. We're looking. We're finding people. We're and we're trying to push them as much as we can. Um, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But we have to continue to push, regardless of what happens. We have to continue to push because if we don't, then you know the bad people still get into, still keep they they keep in office and then some more bad people get in office like we can't have that like this we've let we've let this thing go on for way too fucking long and what we see now is a byproduct of all of that like li really liz cheney should have never been in fucking politics yeah never how how do you let her get into fucking politics right she the like no your your dad is probably the most evil person to ever exist in this fucking world right you you like how how does she after all the bullshit that dick cheney has done over the fucking course of him being you know halliburton ceo to vice president to, you know how how do, how does he, how, how do they let her get into fucking congress like yeah this is this is what we're talking about get rid get rid of these fucking people and make sure that so the people like her never get into fucking office ever again yeah I and i love seeing i don't know if you guys saw this if if anybody hasn't yet you need to look up the america first tour with majority taylor green and matt gates i don't care what you think about either of those people you need to watch it because I have not seen uh, Majority Tara Green actually do a speech. I've seen like her tweets. I've seen little sound bites. She is really freaking good. I was impressed. She's very talented, very, very good at presenting her ideas and herself in a politician kind of way, you know, with very clean and how she delivers it. But she's very relatable and she's well, she, very effective like it's very it persuasive right. one thing i like about her is she's she had a life before she took this yep. office 20 like that's another thing that's two another decades thing. as a business owner small business yeah owner. right so so we we need people like that that aren't in it for the career and th and this is the main pro the main problem with all of this is these people are getting into office for a career like we don't we need 
we need you to have a career before you get into office. Like, yeah. yeah, you need to, you need to, it needs to be the polar opposite. You're not supposed to get into politics for the career. You need to have a career and then get into politics. I totally agree because that's what the problem is. It's these career politicians that all their life is literally being like a senator. Like, how awful is that? That's yeah. how, I mean, we know power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And that happens when you're in there too long. That's why I'm all for term limits. That's why the president has term limits. And I always think that the real people um, in these in, in politics are usually people that have life beforehand or they have some real world experience, like at least something. These people have nothing. And that's why I always think that public service like this in Congress should be something that you do later in life. You know, maybe not when you're uh, for you're like 80, it could be someone when you're 40 or 50, but it's something that it's, you know, you, you the world, this country's given you so much. Now it's your time to get back. So it's more of, you know, a good thing rather than something that's just like, Oh, this is how I can get power money. Well, here's one thing I am a little bit concerned with. If we, you know, I mean, I agree with you on most of your points, but like, I do think we need some more younger pot, like politicians in there just because, some of these boomers don't know what the fuck they're talking about, especially when it comes to things like the internet. I agree. And it can get, and it can get pretty embarrassing. Like, you know, I, that was the one thing I didn't really like with Trump was that uh, net neutrality stuff. But, like, you know, none of these people probably even know what the fucking internet is. They probably, like, I mean, some of them obviously do, but, like, they probably think of in this abstract, like, 1980s internet. Or like early 1990s like hacker movie internet you know they they don't understand that things are different they don't understand the realities of like you know people these days and that it's almost like a fucking right at this point yeah and that's where i think i do because that is the other side to what i'm saying and i do agree with you is that you do need some young people so like somebody in their 30s is probably ideal because they've done shit beforehand and now they get in and they're still young enough where they they have a grasp on things I think like we need like we need more um, we need more committed not committees like congressional committees if we're gonna have like a committee like say we have like a big uh, a tech committee or something like that we need to have like some of the sharpest minds that are you know that are, that are out there that are able to you know, have these intellectual conversations. Because if it's just, if you're like, oh, well, we should have like a committee of X, Y, and Z. And if they're just a bunch of old fucking Congress people, then it's not like, it, you, you, like you're not going to get shit done because these people don't know what the fuck they're, they're, they're doing. They don't know what they're talking about. Like like with tech, like you, you, you can't have a conversation about big tech when they're just a bunch of old geezers that are, you know, that look at at a computer and is like, what is this devil box heathenry, right? No, you, 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 we need people that are like, that understand the tech world as a whole. And, um, I mean, if you're if you're gonna go that route, but I mean, well, did you see like the Florida bill that DeSantis signed recently on big tech? It doesn't like do nothing, but like it didn't. Someone who is that? 
I don't know if it was Nick Fuentes or someone was complaining about it or. Yep, little Nick and Mrs. Loomer and who else? Uh, Michelle Malkin, Alex Jones, and Caitlin Bennett. They were one of the. They were the more vocal people about it. Caitlin Malkin and Nick were all trying to put these amendments in it, and they were pushing it hard because. The, the 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 first draft of the bill that passed through everything and like right before it was gonna get to DeSantis desk there was like room for amendments and it just really didn't it didn't do anything. It was very small fines. It didn't really get the major issues that we were trying to address in it. It didn't even protect state candidates from running um for office and having a Twitter and Facebook account like guaranteed basically. So if they put the amendments that the America First crowd and these other people wanted, it would have protected people like Laura Loomer and President Trump to get their Twitters and Facebooks back and other things. Because this bill didn't even define social media platforms well. It was very, very limited to only like Facebook, Twitter, and a few other big ones and not really hitting all the other things. So it was a very weak bill. They were able to boost the fines on it with enough pressure and lobbying efforts. They were able to get the fine doubled, I think, from like, it was like 100,000 days, like 250,000 a day, I think now. But that's it. That was the only thing that changed. It's a good start, and I hope other states adopt it, but we need more, and we need more quicker. I think that's one thing that people are kind of changing on is that Trump was great. We loved him. He did a lot of great stuff. But we're at a point now when the enemy's in power, they're going really freaking quick. Because Trump was fighting everyone. Literally, his the Democrats, the media, the triple letter agencies, the three letter agencies, I mean, that was stupid, um, <laughs> and the deep state and, and his own party. And he was amazingly able to get some wall built, a lot of wall built, actually like 400 miles, and get a trade deal and all these other things. But now with the Democrats in power, look at what they're doing so quickly because they have everything. Everything that was against Trump is now in power again. The show's back with them on. And the Florida bill's good, but like, it's not enough. It just simply isn't. Nobody has their social media platforms back. Nobody does. So it's not really changed anything. Maybe it'll protect some people down the road. But it's not enough. Well, what's... I mean, something like that, though. How much can Florida really do? Yeah. They can surprisingly like, do a lot. They can surprisingly, at the state level, as a resident... If you live in that state, you can get protections. They could jack up the fines big time against big tech to get your then, social media accounts back. And what do you think is going to happen? Like, I could see that getting brought before the Supreme Court and having a less than ideal response from that. Because, again, I don't think these people are young enough to understand some of these concepts. Maybe, maybe not. But base Clarence Thompson, did you see what he was saying about big tech? No, he was going speak. like hard, like really agreeing with everything we've said, like to a T. Um, I'll try and find it, but at least it would come to the Supreme Court. Like, let's say that is the outcome of you know this Florida bill is actually effective. And something did happen. That would at least be something. Because we haven't even been able to get something to the Supreme Court. Loomer tried. She got actually pretty close. 
but they didn't make it for whatever reason. But at, le I, at least we need to get something because we still have a conservative majority in the Supreme Court. So it's like, you know, we it's just it's frustrating. And Trump did release. Now, there's some misleading headlines. They say that he released his social media platform this week. That is not what it is. It's a communications platform. Uh, one of his communication directors, Jason Miller, clarified that there is going to be another platform, but he put up something on his site. It's kind of like a blog where he posts press releases, anything else he says in a more bite-sized format. So that's good. I don't have any problems with that. I just hope he still comes out with his social media platform that he's been touting, which supposedly he's going to. I think he's having a hard time. I think so, too. I think he'll get banned from the App Store and these leftists will probably try to sue him over it. There's going to be, it's going to be a very crazy thing. Yeah. Like I don't know, it, making your own platform. I think it's something great and something we should try to do, but I don't think that's going to be the answer. I agree. It's, it's not a long-term sustainable solution. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to really change up a lot of things to make it even, you know, slightly doable. But who knows? I mean, I, I wish him luck, you know. Yeah. I hope, I hope he can um, do something because right now, like, we need we need some sort of win. We haven't had to win in a while. Although, speaking of, like, what's going on with um, potential wins with uh, Arizona? They, the Democrats, have been trying really hard to stop that audit. Oh, that's really, really hard. That's really interesting. Why are they so concerned about doing an audit? I mean, I know why. <laughs> I, but, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah. playing the devil's advocate, you know, if they're so certain that there was no foul play in the election, why would they be upset? You know, I would be if I was a Democrat and I truly believed that there was no evidence of foul play the first thing i would do is want an audit to confirm it it would it would go and say oh you know these republicans you know they they're a bunch of crackpots you know and i could go and point to that evidence but you know they're not doing that which is strange because yeah. it'd be the perfect smug liberal thing oh yeah you can have your audit but no it's almost like there might be something hidden over there that they don't want us to see and it's almost like they think if this domino falls, the rest will come with it. Yeah. Well, like, honest to God, like, I really wasn't, I was, like, with, with Arizona, I don't know. I don't know. Like, honestly, like, if it would have been somewhere like Pittsburgh or somewhere not even Pittsburgh, Georgia. but, like, Georgia, that would be more interesting. But the fact that they're making such a big deal about Arizona really makes me wonder, mm -hmm. you know? We'll see. Oh, this is interesting. I'm going to check out this article. But one thing that's also interesting about Air, I, I honestly, of all of these big talkers that say, oh, you know, I have the proof. I have the proof. Oh, we're going to overturn the result. Like all these big talkers, you know, from Giuliani to Mike Lindell to everybody, I haven't taken them seriously. This is the only thing I've taken seriously because this is actually getting to the ballot and examining every single one of them to see if they're legit. We haven't had this yet. And we know the Democrats are scared. But what I love is seeing the media reaction because it tells a lot. What is the thing that the media is like losing their shit over? 
uh, when you saw Jake Tapper on CNN talking about this, he kept like going, oh, this is so crazy, ridiculous. They're literally checking the ballots to see if they're bamboo laced, to see if they're from China. I'm like, well, you know, like when I was in high school, the first thing I was always told is like, you know, show show your work, show how you've done it when you're doing math. How, like, why why are we giving these uh, people, you know, these states different uh, logic than fucking high school? You know, check your sources, ch- show your work. Mm-hmm. You know, this is based, This is elementary. Yeah, and they're trying to discredit it. They're trying to, to like make it look stupid by saying that the Republicans are looking for bamboo lace ballots to like get a china connection yeah implying that china one just use regular paper well i mean if, if they do that then I mean, if there is fucking bamboo in there that is a little bit suspicious yeah that's already I'm, weird i'm not <laughs> gonna lie like that's an interesting thing like if it fucking is bamboo laced i would definitely consider that suspicious because i don't think yeah i don't think that's the proper you know fucking paper formula I mean, they they need to. I, I mean, th- this, you know, th- th- that's one of the one of the states along with Georgia that actually has you know skin in the game in 2022, um, because Mark Mark Kelly's seat's up for reelection in 2022, um, so if they find, I mean, if if they find a good enough candidate. Like the GOP finds a good enough candidate, they can get that seat back. Yeah. In, well, in uh, addition to, well, like with George and and Georgia again, Raphael Warnock, same thing, right? They get a good enough candidate, they can flip that seat. Both of those, and the Senate is back in GOP control. Well, see, the reason I think they're going into Arizona is because in Georgia we have Brian Kemp who turned out to be a total loser when trump was trump was literally on the phone like bullying well arizona's governor was a a shithead too Uh, well he's he's doing he's letting the audit happen though so i think honestly like that's why they're doing arizona's because i mean i i don't remember too much what went down with the arizona i know the georgia guy was the worst so i think they're doing arizona because they probably have a better chance ball now yeah Yeah, they're both playing ball because you see brian kemp was all about signing the election reform bill that's true in georgia and i think yeah i think uh doug Ducey's gonna uh is gonna play ball too what's interesting too is there was a democrat lawsuit against the republicans and the company they're using to audit these things called cyber ninjas which is run by by a supporter of trump nice uh they tried to sue them and i think they settled but they failed to stop like what they were doing so so and then and the agreement does not require the side to admit fault so they tried to assume they really didn't get anything out of it i don't and, think they're mm-hmm. not looking for fault they're not looking they're not looking for fault they're not looking they're just looking for they're looking for uh anything that looks awry so that they could pass some sort of legislation well they were trying to end the audit through this lawsuit and even the court said nope you can't do that yeah i think i think i think some uh i think some georgia type election reform is probably headed in arizona's direction 
I, I can I, I feel it coming. They, um, I mean, I mean, because Arizona's was ha- was hairy too, and it and probably even worse just because the margin was so low, so thin. I mean, yeah, I think that would and and, and it's inter- and it's interesting with those two states because they have those two Senate seats where they have, you know, that are at play in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting watching this. You know, the me is trying to say how, how terrible it is, how it's a, mm-hmm. a disaster. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's going to be a disaster for you guys. Um, I, I think, if anything, this has the best chance of actually showing some because they're actually looking at the actual ballots. It's none of this big talk. It's none of this, like, chest puffing. It's like, no, we're actually looking at it. So I, I, I can't wait to see what comes out of it. It'll be very, very interesting. And I hope it happens because if this, if this is successful in this state, other states will start looking at I mean, the way I look at this, too, is, like, how is it that Florida – which is a very popular state, lots of people in it, very big battleground state, was able to tell us the results within 24 hours. But all of these other states need, like, weeks to count Because their they had reform. Because yep. they had voter reform. Because the, they, had, they had a couple over the last, ever, ever since 2000, they've had a lot of shitty elections. Like, like you know, everybody remembers the 2000 election. Um, yeah. With the, yeah, the chads. Yeah, the dimpled chads. <laughs> and then like all the yeah, but it was like all the, the, the like you got the Senate seats, the good, you know, a lot, the the with a lot. There was like a lot of hairy stuff going on with the election commissioners and the counties and stuff. Like very very hairy stuff. But they nailed. They took care of it. Like they 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 did their election reform. They cleaned it up. And this last election from the state was damn near flawless. I mean, it was very, it was run very efficiently. And um, yeah, I think that they've become the, the model of what really elections should be like in, in a particular state. And so that, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think a a lot of these states that are kind of out there, like, like, you know, so so. I think there's going to be some election reform, uh, state election reforms coming to these states, and I wish they had something for Pennsylvania. Holy yeah. fuck! Honestly, I think if we if we can get Wolf out, I think we can do some great things. The problem it. I mean, the problem is we got Philadelphia. Philadelphia is so fucking corrupt. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. That's going to be the biggest hurdle to get anybody in office. Yeah, yeah, and I think Wolf has a high chance of getting booted out because the locked his lockdowns were just devastating for businesses, and then a lot of average people just freaking hated it. Being told you can't live your life even when you get the vaccine, it, I think he's made some just just strategically just awful mistakes. That will be devastating for him, but it depends who the Republicans put up, and it depends if yeah. shady shit doesn't happen. Because I think yeah, at this point, everybody candidates. believes shady shit happens in elections, so it's like it's weird times. What were you saying? I think if we can get a solid, like, non 
shitty Republican candidate, we have a good chance. But like the last one that we had, it was the like the wife beater or whatever. Oh yeah, you know yeah, that? Wagner. Yeah, Wagner. <laughs> it's not a good idea to run Wagner as the uh, as the that governor a, of Pennsylvania. That was a terrible fucking candidate. Yeah, you couldn't have you couldn't have picked a a one better candidate. Like what the fuck. That's what like frustrates the, me about Republicans. Like, they just seem to just have this natural talent for picking the worst of the worst. Well, dude, look who they're, look who the Democrats are. That, like, a veteran guy who, like, beat up, like, he threatened some, like, black guy at, like, gunpoint. <laughs> he looked like an ex con. Like, he's not much better. I know, but see, here's the best part their candidates win. Ours fucking don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Wolf. Yeah, I, I think that who was the last Republican governor of PA? Was it like Oh my wolf? god, we gotta another, go way back. There was another wolf who was running too when like the original that this wolf got in. It was pretty fucking weird. If I remember right. Wolf the like, wolf. There was two like people like by the name of like Wolf's running, if I'm not mistaken. Wolfstein. What was yes. that video game company or that video game? Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein. Uh yeah, let's see. Yeah, wolf. I'm looking up the I'm looking up the 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 2022 election, uh the 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 governor election. Yeah. Uh, so oh, or the last one was Corbett. He was. Oh no, no. Uh, here, here good news. Uh, Tom Ooh. Wolf is term limited and cannot seek re-election to a third term. Oh, let's go. Good. I hope they run fucking Fetterman. <laughs> they are. I hope they run. They're pushing. Oh boy. Well, that's Josh, great. Josh Shapiro is expressing interest the um the awful attorney general of this fucking state shovel point asks uh, what's big and brown and behind the wall disavow <laughs> <laughs> but give us but your yeah, punchline what are you saying phil we've, we've got so we've got a couple of uh let's see we've got two people that have declared some some people I've never fucking heard of. Uh, we've got Lou Barletta, who's publicly expressed interest. Yeah, they're no pushing thanks. him. No Is he any good? You he, he have anything weird on nah, him? Nah, we're good. Uh, we're good. We're good on Lou Barletta. Um, I remember him being pro-Trump, very pro-Trump. Whoever yeah, I bought right. my house from had like a Lou Barletta like yard sign. Yeah, nice. Mike Kelly's expressed interest. I don't know. I don't know. Are you on Ballotpedia? No, I'm on. I'm, I'm on Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that list My, out. Look, I mean, honestly, okay. So if if Doug Mastriano was to decide to run, he would immediately get my support. No, no fucking, no question, no fucking question at all. I think it's going to uh, be a really crowded primary with, like, Mastriano, yeah. Barletta, a bunch of people. And, by the way, Fetterman's running for U.S. Senate to oh, God. To, to to fill the seat of Pat Toomey. Pat Toomey. I mean, you know, that's there's no chance. I mean, I, mean, it, it, I don't know, man. Can he really be that much worse than Toomey, though? No, that's I mean, the they're thing. Both, they're both Democrats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the uh, fucking Decepticon, you know? <laughs> Fucking Democrat in disguise. Is he saying Donald Trump Jr. is uh, a potential candidate? What? Let's go. 
I mean, I, I would love for him to, but I don't know how. I don't think that's legal. <laughs> Isn't he? No. I think he's in Florida now. He's living in Florida with Trump. I don't. Yeah, I, I just. I just saw it on the Wikipedia page, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. No, but if Doug, Doug, look, my favorite would be Doug Mastriano. Like that would be it, because he's he's the state he's a state senator that kind of was trying to spearhead the um, election, the the um, election contested election results for the state, and uh, he's a he's a uh colonel he's a retired uh, cur- uh army colonel nice uh yeah we need people like that uh he's chad he's a veteran let's yeah, go i mean he's he's intelligent i mean he's very intelligent like if you ever, you ever hear you ever hear this guy talk he's a pretty intelligent guy um yeah we we need that guy that guy yeah they have trump uh, jr on this list that makes no sense I don't... is his residency pence maybe they thought pennsylvania avenue was in pennsylvania so <laughs> yeah brian fitzpatrick oh he, he i know him i see his tv ads on the can during the campaign i knew of fitzpatrick when i was in the crs of course my ed at the office executive director um at the republican office in lancaster's fitzpatrick ed that's funny <laughs> we need some fucking we need a fucking chad to run this state damn yeah, man see that's the thing about trump like everybody should look at that and be like that is the model for every single candidate at every single level that follows him you need someone tall handsome chad masculine loud brash if, if a rep- like we're gonna need somebody that has we need somebody that has star power like yes. if they're gonna run this state we need somebody that just is able to fucking alpha male their way into this fucking office because you, you you're gonna have to fight i mean you're gonna have to fight it's gonna take a fight to, to get them in and... i think then this may be a hot take but i think the hunger for fighters on the right is stronger now than 2016 i mean we're we're it feels I, more desperate, you know, because we're like, we're, I think after Trump's four years, seeing how hard he fought and how much yeah. he could have done, and he did accomplish a lot, but what he could have done makes people just yeah. go, oh, we're going to really get these motherfuckers Well, I out. think we're, start, we're seeing it, it, what happened during the 2020 elections, we're starting to see, like, the importance of the other offices. Yeah. Like, it's just, like... Like and, and like you said, what he could have done had there been more support from governors, from mayors, from senators, from re- uh, House representatives, right? Like the, these are the kind of these are the kind of offices that matter when you're talking about the grand, the big picture of the issues that are you know involved mm-hmm. with this country, you know and. Well, it's it's two things. It's the lack of cooperation with Trump, and it's the COVID lockdowns. Because I can't tell you how many people I talked to that were like, I hate Wolf. He shut down my business. He shut down my life. We need to get him out. It's like, because there were Republicans, cocky Republicans, yes, but there were some Republicans that pre-COVID were like, oh, no, Wolf has done a pretty good job. Wasn't as bad as I thought. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, but but the but the sort of 
when it doesn't hit them, when they don't feel it, when they don't feel the pain, when it's not in their backyard, they're kind of just like, doesn't seem so bad. And so they don't feel like they have to do anything. Once they take your business and your money and your guns and all that, it's like, okay, yeah, let's get them the fuck out. Let's let's round up the troops. Uh, Shovel Point's punchline to his joke, what's Big Brown and behind the wall? Humpty Dump. <laughs> Disavow. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think the strongest candidates on here are Barletta and um, the guy you mentioned, Mastriano. I think those yeah. are going to be the two, like, front runners in the in the primary who will win <sighs> depends he's got the money and the ground game and all that shit well maybe it's a good thing that we have a big uh, candidate field out there it seems to work for trump when he did that we'll see yeah i agree and i think in 24 we're gonna see a massive massive like feel like we did in 16 because you're going to have Nikki Haley run. Who's going to lose, but she's going to run. Yeah. You're going to have Tim Scott run, who is being pushed by the establishment as like the nominee, the future of the party. So they're pushing him. And then you're yeah. going to see a bunch of others throw their hats in it, and maybe even Trump. Like It's going to be wild. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, if Trump, if Trump decides to run again, they're all going to back down. Yeah, yeah, all they're going to back, gonna back the fuck down. down. I could there, see Nikki Haley trying to do some sort of bullshit. She openly, she openly said she will not, she will not run. If Trump decides to run again, she will not run. That's right. She, it's she our has party said that. Bitches. Yeah, and and it would be suicide for her. Like mm. not 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 that not that she's, she's already done it, but she won't yeah, do it again. She's already she's already <laughs> digging a hole now. But like, yeah, what what she what has Nikki Haley really done that a Democrat wouldn't have done? Oh, I was going to say take down the Confederate flag, but once you said what a Democrat wouldn't do, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, like that, if that's your fucking claim to fame as a Republican, like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know, she, you, were, she, you were in the power for a while. I mean, something. She did okay in the UN, okay? She did well, as the ambassador to the UN. UN. Yeah, she was fine. UN. What do you do over there? She did not do a bad job. Uh, I but. Agree. But in all re- look, in all reality, like having having Trump helped royally helped because like you had muscle, you you had you you really had legitimate muscle, um, and uh, I, I I don't know, I just like it just doesn't seem like I don't know. It's like I look at like the set. I look at like like you look at the Secretary of State right now, like uh, Anthony Blinken. I think his name is. I, I don't. That that shows that goes to show you how much how little of a shit I give about the fucking Biden administration. <laughs> anyway, so 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 he's like all he's trying to, um, you know, he's trying to stand up to China. But obviously, nobody has his back here. Like, no one in the administration has his back. Um, and so, I mean, like, and, and I feel like that's like the difference between you have a guy, you have somebody like that who, you know, who's who was put in by a, you know, Democrat president that doesn't have his back at all versus Nikki Haley, who, and like Mike Pompeo, who Trump 
did back and backed like pretty good i mean you're able to just get more shit done i don't know like it just i don't know there's just like you need somebody like if you're gonna go if you're gonna do what you need to do you need to have that person backing you up and like so i think like i I like if if nikki haley like say nikki haley had like biden as president oh man she would have she would fold like fucking immediate she'd fold like an ikea chair like it's just (laughs) yeah she she just like i hate when i see these republicans that go like when they throw nikki haley's name around somebody's like was like oh i like her oh she'd be great i'm like why why would she be great and they don't tell you anything. Like, oh, she seems very smart. And, um, yeah, let's tell us some real reason. You think she's kind of good looking, right? Right? And it's like, yeah, I don't mind that. It's like, okay. So there's really nothing here that you really know about her except that she's a woman, she's kind of good looking, and a person of color. And those things can be effective. Don't get me wrong, especially in, you know, our country um, in terms of running. But people are looking at her and they're like, well, I'm, like I'm just like, why do you like this person? There's nothing like – on like supporting probably, Trump, probably fucking incels like, oh, she's good, she's person, oh, she looks sexy, make my pee pee harder. Oh, oh my types Haley. love her. Oh, <laughs> those mommy milkers, Haley. <laughs> yeah. But well, speaking of China, okay, speaking of China, right? You, you, there's this, there's this like narrative that I think that China's pushing because obviously. They're, they they've been caught like of course with their human rights like with the whole um with the Uyghur Muslims and all that shit mm-hmm. like you know, modern day Holocaust right like they're so um their their narrative right now and especially like their the the one a couple of weeks ago where uh, Anthony Blinken just got fucking shut down basically by. In, in the conference with China, um, it's like um, they're like rather rather than lecturing others, some Western countries should reflect on their own human rights record. That's so <laughs> that's what. Okay, so that's the narrative. They're like, oh, the U.S. is not in a position to tell anybody anything because of their own it, issues of the past, right? Which is fucking hilarious because. That's the Democrats. Okay. That's they, they're using Democrat talking points. I no, love it. the Democrats are using China talking points. Yes, yes. That's how it. That's how it really is. But in any case, here's here's how like like when when they bring that to you, here's how you shut that down. All right. First off, any country, any world power, any world power when they assume world power, has done some pretty rough shit to get that world power. Right. Anybody, anybody, you look at any world power, right? Anywhere you speak of, right? You might, you've done, you've done some stuff. You've probably had to go do a major war. You've probably committed acts of treason. You've probably, you know, you've, you've probably kicked people out of their homes. You know, you, you, you've, every, every world power has done at least that. Those three things plus some, right? Um, but, the difference between the Western countries, a lot of the Western countries and China of today is where when we've done, when we've, what we've done with our position of power is 
try to fight for exceptionalism. Um, you know, charity, promoting the, promoting freedom for the people, promoting, you know, American values. Uh, whereas China did all of those things and then they continued to do those things, right? Because you 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 remember the red China you know you remember the red China thing with Mao Zedong yeah you know you know killing a whole bunch of people you know pur purging their own people um well, disarming these, the public do you uh, see what they're doing now like in China they yeah, have this, like trans Chinese railroad thing they've been doing right right that's um, scary shit man right it's like, a lot of the stuff they're still they're still doing that same scary shit that they did in fucking red, the red china days right uh, only they've bought everybody off, uh, bought off all their opposition really um so yeah you know that's that's how you that really that's how you duck you you kill that argument anytime somebody says that so oh well you know china you know we 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 can't say shit to china actually we kind of can yeah. uh Actually, we kind of can, and it's like, oh, they 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 push it. Oh, well, well, you know, with with the you know, actually, of course, we've we we have a, um, we've have a, we had a checkered past, and we went through we went through the bloodiest American war to you know, to abolish slavery. We've went through we we went through a whole bunch of civil rights stuff, and we've passed a whole bunch of laws, and we've done a whole lot to like to really rectify a lot of that whereas china hasn't done any of those things they're continuing to like they have more people they have more people uh they have more slaves or people living under uh slave or sweatshop labor than we have people in our country right they we they have they have uyghur camps where they basically you're doing um fucking holocaust level shit right that this is this is the stark difference between the two countries and anybody who anybody who is is telling us that we don't have a leg to stand on oh no we we've got we got a few of them well because america um, has always been a leader of change and dare i say progressiveness um, in actually the yeah. right sense, we were, I believe, the first country to abolish slavery. One of the first yeah. to give women the right to vote. Didn't, didn't England like abolish slavery in like a little bit before we did? Oh, really? I no, think Britain was trying to one up us, I see. I uh, think they did it like in eight, it was, it was a little bit beforehand. Okay. I mean, we did. We did we did abolish it though. And like there were well, some places that didn't do it. Well they're they're attacking look, they're attacking Western countries. Like they're attacking the West, basically. Mm, that's true. Which of course is you know, includes Europe England. and America. Yeah. Well and, yeah, uh, I mean if the West was so bad, we fucking took over China before. Well and, and the point too is like this is modern times. This isn't medieval times. This isn't Jim Crow. We got rid of Jim Crow. We got rid of segregation china literally is practicing jim crow like telling blacks they can't go to mcdonald's they're literally practicing genocide and full-on mao zedong style starvation and class um warfare 
and Holocaust tier shit with the Muslims. They, we don't do that. They still look up to Mao. They, they do. His picture's everywhere. It's on the Capitol Absolutely. building. Mao, and here's the thing that's interesting about Mao Zedong, where I was actually, I was actually um, listening to podcasts about him during work, is like while he is an awful person, his great leap forward and the stuff that he was pushing for, which was unrealistic in a lot of the stuff that he wanted to do, China did change drastically with him. Like it is a turning point for the country. Well, look, look for at good Stalin. and bad. He did the same thing. Stalin did the same thing. You know, yep. a bunch of people died, but it sort of modernized the country. It's exactly. You and know, that's it, why they can create this romanticized version of him is because they paint it as great sacrifice was done for greatness. And, you know, and, and Mao is interesting is that he was a type of guy that really came from nothing. Like he was a nobody that became a, obviously a somebody. But he was really good at manipulating bad things for good. I mean, I eventually bite him in the ass when it was just too indefensible. But when he tried to do a... Um, coup basically with the government and they launched this like attack with a bunch of rebels and they lost or, or I think it was with Japan actually stars one of those things like they, they start to try and fight somebody um, I forget the details off the top of my head but they were defeated they lost big time it was a disaster but Mao and his crew had to walk for ever to get home like it was miles and miles and he called it the great i think the long walk or something like that and he was pitching as like look how much we had to suffer to come back home and it was like just this interesting how he was able to twist a narrative and people bought it and that's what happens in a time when you didn't have the internet you didn't have um any freedom really of press in terms of like all these alternative sources and that's why they control things so much the nazis do the same thing the communists do the same thing where it's like they know they're doing awful things and they know they can't get away with it people find out so they control everything they censor everything they've, yeah they they i mean they've they've literally bought off of the entire media in this country yeah they bought off the entire media uh they've bought off a lot of the name brand institution like educational institutions in this country um i, I mean there's really i mean there's any 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 voice any major voice in this country they own like they really or they have leverage or they some something along those lines like they it, it's it's so bad I mean, look, you, you know when you when you have to go through the depths of freaking YouTube or whatever to look up, you know, what's really going on. It's like, you know, things have gotten bad. Mm -hmm. And by the way, to um, correct the record when I was saying I was initially right, it was during a civil war of China, and it was called the Long March. I have to say Mao's persuasion in terms of his language was really effective. Like the word, the Long March... It's very visual, it's very effective, very simple. The great leap forward, you know, very, very, very well put together. Obviously for awful things, an awful guy, but, you know, it's interesting seeing these techniques. And now, like you said, yeah, China's bought so much shit, like it's crazy. Crazy seeing their influence. Like every day it's like you learn a new thing China's got their hands in. 
Yeah, it's never good. It's never good. They're influencing, you know, Hollywood's, you know, corrupt by the Chinese. Mm-hmm. You know, video games are starting to get taken over by the Chinese. Like, what hasn't been touched by the CCP? Yeah. Everything gets cucked by them. Mm. Yeah, but it's interesting learning Chinese history because they don't teach that in schools. I know it's such like a cliche thing to say, but it's like we re- we never really learned anything about it. It's like, you realize what that country's been through. It's insane. Do you see some of the stuff from like the age, like the end of the Qing Dynasty, man? There's some really crazy stuff there. I haven't like, dived into that yet, but I want to. Really? Are fucking... By the oh. speaking of which, our fucking our, I mean, really, our our education system needs a complete fucking overhaul. Well, here's Holy the thing. We how many times do we go over U.S. history? I think I went over it like three times, and I still didn't yeah, even retain it that well. Yeah, a few, yeah, a few times. Yeah. Like, listen, I don't, I don't mind like learning about U.S. history, but like we should probably learn about other countries' history, like world history and shit. Yeah. So. I you mean, know, we like, did touch on it, but it was like very, very vague. Um, the the most, the second most we learned was European history, then African dude, slash some Asian. Dude, my my fucking history class, we did not go into like the only like world history I got to do was like all elective base, like in in high school. Like mm-hmm. we, I think we did like ancient history like once, you know, and you could have done like european history but that was like a you had to ask for it well you know yeah. what's interesting too is that even though we did a lot of american history we barely touched from i'd say like vietnam to present day yeah that's true well i think they don't do that because that becomes politicized well maybe i mean we were supposed to because it was on the ap test but like we just like literally like in the through the hell of it and like i was learning a bit more about vietnam recently and that dude that war is one of those where it's like you know it's crazy but when you dig deeper and deeper and deeper into it it gets crazier and crazier like the bay of pigs like it's like it's just you know debated what really went down but like there's some really solid arguments that, that it was literally like a giant cia fuck up it's, it's like an Alex Jones like wet dream. It kind of is. Like, look at the um, the Gulf of Tonkin. That was something we were always taught as to what it was supposedly was, which was like, oh, the, they they saw the uh, Vietnamese ship attack them. The American ships never fucking happened. Never happened. And so it was either a false flag, or they mistaken. Uh, what happened? Which I don't think they did. So like, it literally was a false flag that started the Vietnam War. Dude, like, look at pretty much every other war had some sort of fantastical event to start. Some it. sketchy event, like, you know, even some say that like, nine eleven people knew it was going to happen and they let it happen. Nine eleven, not even just nine eleven. We also have you know World War Two. It was started because of the uh, Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, uh, and Biden's ad- address. Okay, oh, he, he was trying. He was trying to push for. Uh, he was trying to push for preschool, and he was trying to push for uh, two years of covered um, community college or 
or a, a paid college or some shit like that. It's community like, college. Like, who the fuck can't afford community? Like, community college is cheap. Yeah, but but I'm saying, like, look, what we need to get, we need to, we need to reform the schools that we are actually putting our kids in. Like, I mean, I mean that this is like. Look, the demand, the the demands of college. Like, if you're trying to get into a major, other than, you know, the gender studies, sociology, shit like that, bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. You, you, like you, you, you need to know, like, like with with engineering. Like, if you're trying to take an engineering degree, where most of the, a lot of the money's going now, um, you 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 need to know your shit right you need to know your shit before you can get accepted into a fucking a, a role like that like you like i know with penn state you needed to have because i i was I, originally i was a computer engineering major but um but i was you know you, you had to have your you know you had to have your your calculus your computer science your you know chemistry your you know, because because then you had to start taking physics and mate, uh, like you know, shit like that. You know, you had to take like a lot of, a lot of high level shit, in order to get your get your fucking engineering degree, and so we need to start doing a better job in our, in the schools that we already have, which means some of these teachers need to start doing a better fucking job, which is probably not going to happen because these teachers are part of a union that's probably one of the most corrupt in the country well did you did you see what's going on with um the schools in virginia where they don't want to go and like allow you to even take advanced math anymore until you're like 11th grade yeah uh fuck that they're shooting themselves in the foot for diversity sake yeah so look eventually look and in all honesty it's it's eventually going to get to the point where you're going to have to start homeschooling your fucking kids. Like, I mean, it's going to get that bad. It's going to get that bad where, yeah, I, I mean, really, I mean, honestly, right now that the, the schools, the public schools are doing so bad. It's basically glorified babysitting. That's pretty, that's, yeah. that's pretty much what it's boiled down to. Yeah. Especially in the elementary you're not learning, schools. You're not learning much of shit. Like it, like, look, I mean, if if you were to do the Biden plan, which you were going to add two years of preschool and then add two years of community college, you're going to be looking at like 12, 14, 16, you know, 16 years of fucking school. Like, yeah, yeah. You, and, and these kids are still dumbasses, right? You need to fucking get you. We need to start condensing the, the learning material um, down some. When it when it's you know when when these kids are young and impressionable anyway, like these kids have sponge sponges for brains, you need to take advantage of that shit. Um, I, I don't know. Well, here's here's my thing. Like, why why do we need to go and do the community college? Like the preschool thing, I could sort of understand because that's more of like daycare at that point. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but the other stuff that's a little bit different you know like community college like no one's asking for you know community college like or very few people really need that it's that's not the problem with the cost it's all like 
and it's all just and it's all just like liberal indoctrination anyway like uh, just trying to like fuck community college that's one of the few colleges you can still afford to go to pretty cheap like if you can't like you can literally do that while working part time like without too much difficulty you get a loan for that and you'll probably make that back what i think is a problem with our school system though is you know they they don't give you enough like it feels so much like a prison less like a school in my opinion it's a prison yeah like you know you're forced to go into the school and then like your group of people that might suck ass that might detract from you and you can't do anything about it because you're in a public school like no one cares you know and then they go and warning like hey don't get into fights don't get into fights it's like literally worse than like getting raped is like to get into a fight and hide like that's how they make you feel because they're like oh you'll never get accepted into a college if you get into a fight and you know, except for the kids that don't give a fuck about going to college, anyways. And most they, of these, most of these rules are geared toward not pissing off the Chinese, dude. Like, it's, oh. it's that's not the issue. It's these zero tolerance policies made by these like liberals. It's like, oh, I don't want kids getting into fights in school. I don't want kids, you know, smoking in school. We're gonna make it so you get expelled if you have a cigarette, or you get expelled if you have a fucking fight. There's a word that begins with the letter U. It's a big problem with all of us. Unions. Teachers' unions are some of the worst things ever. Like, there are unions that really aren't that bad out there or even good to some degree. Teachers' unions are, like, the best argument against unions because they are awful. They protect bad teachers, make them hard to get rid of them, and they keep a lot of these schools really shit at the end of the day because of that. that main point. There's a bunch of other things, but that really... It keeps a lot of these schools down, and my school was decent. It was a very average school. Um, you know, we had our share of bad you kids. Went, you went in a ritzy place. You probably went to the. I posh do school. not. It's not a posh school. Dude, you live like right next to a fucking dealership of like luxury cars. You're, you're <laughs> Dude, I didn't go to a prep school. You yeah. should see that when I drive to work every day. These parents and their Range Rovers and their Mercedes drive their probably... kids into the prep school every day. I never got that. I was always his, riding his... the bus. Yeah, right. Your school is probably like River, fucking Riverdale High School or some shit. Riverdale was that. <laughs> the fucking, that's a fucking uh, a show, like a a CW show or some shit. Dude, it, 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 it's Archie. It's the fucking Archie school. Yeah, it's a fucking Archie school. <laughs> Or um, what? what Here, I will show you picture. Oh, um, I'm gonna dox myself. I will show you pictures of my school. If you don't believe me, it is very. I went to that like fucking park by your place before. That was like the most like fancy ass park I've ever Bro, seen. That was a brand new park. Like they literally put it there like a few months before you touched it. Okay, yeah, it probably was like, and they had like a giant trail on there too. It's like, holy shit, this oh, thing they probably... have parks. That's so that's like, so ritzy. That is like a you know, bro. It... You you need to go to Radnor. You need to go to the some of these other places. They're way way away from me. They're way richer. I am not in a rich yeah, area. You probably live in a place where like no kids in there went to the reduced lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, there were lots in it. Okay. We had lots of kids in that. Lots of he kids went to, were he on... went to a one he went to a one tree hill high school. What's one tree hill? 
One Tree Hill. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying shows until something sticks. <laughs> say Soon you're gonna something. say Columbine. I'm gonna. Where be it's like, like all no. like it's all like basically all white people that one domesticated fucking black. No, dude no, no, no. Alex's school is way whiter than mine. Mine was well, diverse. Yeah, white you know we were like the redneck school yeah dude that's what i'm saying you were in like the work you were in the working class school and i was in the middle class school we were the fucking white trash you know yeah well, so 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 you're you're admitting you were like a poor school so like mine was just average started, no ours is one of the better schools in the state like we just had a lot of you know it was one of the better ones in pa i think it was in the somewhere in there it, was, it wasn't terrible it wasn't like the best school in the world but it wasn't terrible either like my schools was it was pretty much i'd say if i had to break down the demographics it was probably uh, well actually i guess, well, I guess like 75 to 80 percent white you know, maybe that's a little high but like about that and then i'd say 10 percent black five percent hispanic and like five percent asian it's probably bigger than that like so were a lot of uh yeah it's probably actually about right if i were to guess we were diverse progressive a couple i think we had a couple mexicans in my school a couple hispanics but that was about it but my school was very like um you know in terms of the courses that we had in terms of like leftist bias and them, like it was definitely there, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, you had a lot of conservative professors, didn't you, at your school or teachers, I should say. We had a few. I mean, we had a few liberals. We had like a few. Like the one teacher was also like a shotgun instructor. He's pretty cool. You had a shotgun instructor. We didn't have that. No, we didn't have a shooting team, but he worked with these uh, some like local like kids. Uh, oh, Buster. Well, see, you know what mine actually had? Budget cuts. We, like, we lost a lot of those fun things um, because of budget cuts during my middle school years and even my high school years. Like, we, we our buses got consolidated big time. Um, and it was a little bit wasteful, but, like, we were crammed in buses. We had cuts on textbooks. We had cuts on extracurriculars. Dude, I had fucking textbooks that were still referencing the Soviet Union. What are you talking about? Yo, nice. <laughs> it was like from the, I think the one was like from the 70s. We were still using for English. Well, I had textbooks that I had to share with other people. Um, I remember one time they didn't have enough of one and they made like students actually go out and buy these books that we needed, which was bullshit. That's interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My school was actually like it was a mess that district. I think it was just poorly managed. I think it was still Red Sea School District. I think no, it was poorly managed. No, it's not. I mean everything everything's ritzy compared never mind. <laughs> no, we had a we had the real say, compared to your redneck school, like you're probably oh, like, God, Oh my god, you guys have electricity? Whoa. Ours wasn't even that bad. We had we our got running water, goddammit. <laughs> Our rival school district had a uh, goat sex uh, scandal. Jesus Christ! See, this is you. You're coming from that. So when you see That's my area, shit. you're probably like, "Whoa, high tech." Yeah, yeah, this one guy get busted for fucking a goat <laughs> like on the neighboring farm from the school. I would make a very off color, no pun intended, joke, but I'm not gonna since we're on YouTube. 
pretty funny. Like, then after that, like, our school, like, we got uh, our track team got yelled at because someone, like, put graffiti in their, like, uh, porta potty. It was like goat fuckers. <laughs> funny. Disavow. <laughs> what, what were they doing? Like, what drives a human being at the age of, like, 13 to stick your wiener into a boat? And I think, yeah, I think he's, I think when he was, like, asked by the police that he was like, oh, well, it's the closest thing to a human. <laughs> Sexism, I maybe? I guess you couldn't get laid. Yeah. This is, this is redneck incels, too. Yeah, I was going to say redneck incels. <laughs> I yeah, love rednecks redneck as people. Like, I think they're awesome. But, like, why is it that the South has this, and I don't know if it's true, like, I mean, know it's true, but, like, why does the South have a reputation for having, like, shitty schools? Dude, dude, this isn't even the South. This is Pennsylvania. No, I know, but I'm saying like with rednecks, like why is it that like a stereotype? Because some of them probably are like rural poor. I've never actually really been down South too much, so I can't comment on their Southern education. We see a lot of colleges down South that are apparently decent. Yeah. This girl's gone wild, like likes to visit them. So (laughs) probably pretty good. I think actually, okay. What do you think of PA schools in general? Um, I've the last time I went to a non-PA school, I was like, I was young, I was real fucking young. When I went to like Maryland, because I think it could be a PA problem in general. Even though schools are very local, I think the state there's a lot of rules that they put on schools. Well, no, I think that that's the problem. Like we are that Commonwealth, so like there's. The funding for the schools, it all depends on where everyone, like who, where you get the funding from. If you live in a, you know, with a high tax base uh, clientele, you know, then you're going to get better schools. But if you live in a place that doesn't have that many, you know, expensive houses, they're not getting as much money through the school tax. Well, you know, what's funny is that, and I don't know why this is, I, I have jokes about but where my girlfriend went to school which is in a lower socioeconomic area than mine um it's delaware county which always is the butt of every oh, joke oh. <laughs> yeah see yeah, old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it is known as like this rough kind of uh area and Yet her school is rated much higher than mine on, like, you know, best schools in the country or in the state or whichever it is. And I'm like, how? Did you guys, like, cheat or something? Are you guys, like, really good at it? I threatened them at knife point. (laughs) Yeah. Knife point? This is Delco. We use knives and guns. Yeah, they got... They they had... uh... They had Eric Cartmenes running their <laughs> test scores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I appreciate all your school references, actually, because I never paid attention to schools and like <laughs> movies or shows. I don't even remember the South Park school. The Eric, Eric Cartmenes. He was just. Uh, there's the. Um, uh, what, what the he was. He was was doing a movie. He was doing a movie reference, but he was uh, he was. uh, There was one episode where he was telling movie references. That's my job. They were telling. They were telling. He was telling him to cheat. What's up, Sam? Yeah, yeah. He was telling him basically telling him to cheat. It was fun. It was it was a funny episode. 
how do I reach? He was like, how do I reach these kids? He was like, he was pretending he was Mexican. It's funny. Oh yeah, really the, oh funny. yeah, the, this. Oh yeah. Oh I god, that. imagine they try to do that today. Oh, you know, yeah. that's something we were talking about on the Whitfield report just now. Like, what are movies and shows that you love that they could not make today? Blazing Saddles, Dirty Harry. Um, what else? Shit. Oh, oh, oh um, what's the one for uh, Archie Bunker? All in the Family. Oh yeah. Half they of, could... What was it? those half of the fucking Monty Python films? They can't do. Oh anymore. yeah, the Monty Python th- films. Um, probably Gone with the Wind. Uh, anything okay. from the sixties. Yeah, half yeah, the they... Bond films. Yeah, all those early Connery Bonds. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Well, James Bond is kind of DOA. I mean, they have that one film, but I don't think at this point they're never going to release it and no one cares. Oh, anymore. no, they're going to release it. They have to. And they are they are going to release it. They're, they've been waiting to release it in theaters because it's like they put so much money in that movie. Like every Bond movie is like big budget. It's like you, right. you got to get your money back. But, I mean, at this point, point like as a as like a bond film like we we've been it's been postponed so much that like i guess it's like it's not that no one cares anymore it's like no one's really excited for it it's like yeah the hype is kind of, the, the hype is kind of dead more or less if that makes sense i think there's bigger problems right now than the bond film for a lot of people just given this whole well like well yeah and that's what well, kind yeah, of killed that, that too that too but yeah. like but, but but like take all that take all that away i mean it's kind of hard to but like even amongst even amongst like movies that movie has been postponed so many times that like you know no one cares so. well though they well keep in mind too like it's it's not coming out to october and they've put a pause on all the marketing once they put the marketing hype back in you know they'll, they'll probably make back their money but you know it depends how if the movie's good too of course like if it's really good then it's like that builds hype people want to go to see it they want to go back to the movies and that's what the one thing a lot of these films have been banking on when they postpone them is that hype of being able to see movies again in a normal way with food no masks and having a good time with your friends not this cucky social distancing crap like the movie experience bringing that back people are going to want to do it so that's that's what they're banking on and i think the movie will make its money back good or bad i think it will but i yeah i it's it's like the marketing has a lot of influence on you subconsciously because even if you're like oh you know i i don't want to see this now when you see a million ads on youtube and spotify and everything you start it's more present in your mind it reaches that top of mind level and then you go well maybe i will and then boom they got you yeah but also the movie industry is kind of dying uh in general too because well like for one uh i don't know if you saw this but disney is basically pushing like they're they're oh they are now openly pushing like critical race theory i i actually have an article uh that i read on my show tonight that i can post for you guys 
um, if you want to. But basically, like, the, the long story short is they're pushing critical race theory, like, openly and in flight training. And uh, are they doing racial elite. bias training? Oh, yeah. Let me, in fact, let me pull. Oh, yeah. Reimagine tomorrow, urging workers to recognize their white privilege and a battery of training modules on topics such as systemic racism, white fragility, and others, according to documents obtained by so-and-so. Yeah, I mean, so if you go into my Discord, the the link is in show prep links. Um, I I have the article from the guy who broke the, who, like, broke the story, and it it just Mm -hmm. broke, like, yesterday. But, I mean... Dude, Disney Disney is fucking up left and right, right. And I mean, you know, that's to be fair. That's like any other Fortune 500 company. They're doing the same shit. Well, yeah. yeah. And but I mean, Apex brought up brought up like a a good point. Like, who really cares anymore? Like, like no one is really watching this stuff any anymore. Like, they make a even, lot of money. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, given that this is a pandemic, like people are going to start watching movies again. You know, most they're watching them more than ever now because of the pandemic. They're stuck. Yeah, and go back to the theaters and pay yes. good money. Here's a here's a que- here's a Bond question though. When are they going to get back to getting the fucking Bond girls? What the <laughs> fuck is this shit, man? They uh, well, you hey, know, Anna Del Arms looks really fucking hot, and she's in the next Wait, one. Who, who? What? What did you say? Anna Del, she's a chick from Blade Runner and a few other yeah, films. Yeah, Anna Del Armas. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Dude, I could see them going for a tranny Bond girl in the next, like the oh. Oh. one, but then whatever. Like it's, oh, it's a no, female. The last one is fucking no. The last one, the love interest is Leah Sedu. Yeah. Ugh, fucking she's ugly yeah well, she wasn't too hot hold, hold, hold on hold on though i i will i will give i will give her credit on this though she's actually pretty bad she is she is actually pretty based because uh when when the whole me too thing like came out she basically she basically said yeah there's there what there's there definitely is some ab- abuse, but there's also a whole bunch of chicks that are obviously sucking dick and you know fucking their way 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 to the top and uh, you know like they know they know what they're doing and they're crying after the fact too. See, that's actually so. interesting because that's something I've always kept in the back of my mind ever since some people started mentioning it was like how many watch- of these Me Too victims, quote unquote were actually she, victims. She kind of looks like a dude, though. Which, <laughs> oh, which begs the question. Which begs the question: uh, Are are is Bond going to turn gay in the next one? Like, <laughs> oh, not this, oh, not God. this one, but the the in the next oh, two. God. He's gonna he he's gonna be like questioning his sexuality, and then he's probably gonna like bang a dude. <laughs> he gets tired if, of so many that, Bond girls. He's like, happens, I'll try something new. <laughs> That 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 would that would that that would kind of be hilarious. That would kind of be hilarious <laughs> if James Bond and Milo like reversed. So <laughs> Milo goes straight, Bond goes gay. He's yeah. like, hey Felix, I know. What kind of what kind of fucking bizarre world are we living in? <laughs> they would never allow fucking Milo to do it. Although he is British, you know. So oh, I guess man, it's a no, British no, thing. no. That that that's. 
that's what that's what makes it that's yeah. what makes it funny I mean, like, look yeah i mean that is true look if because they say if you're rich and you're british you've probably made love to a dude at some point in your life well that changes my perspective on every british person well, I've seen. <laughs> well that okay so that actually that re- that reminds me like so back in 2006 oh, or oh, whatever no. when what happened that summer <laughs> Or or oh five when it when it, whenever Craig first got announced as uh, Bond, so oh, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know that was, I know that was like I know that was like like a lifetime ago. There there was like this, there was a big deal made out of that out of the fact that he was like blonde. Yeah, because right? Bonds then, aren't blonde. But, but then there was also like this whole thing on the internet, like, and this was early trolling, like. The fact that he was blonde, like, somehow meant that he was also gay, I guess. Yes. And, like, it it didn't make, you know, I mean, it didn't make sense at all, but it it was just, it was just funny to be like, is, is Daniel Craig the first gay James Bond? And, you know, like, Well, what if their workaround is they pick a gay actor that plays a straight James Bond. What oh, if God. that's the progressive turn to it? It's like, no, we're not making Bond gay. Just the actor just happens to be, you know, offset. So, so then they're, so then they're hiring like what's his face. Uh, to... But seriously though, the 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 Bond girls have gotten like kind of rough over over the years. Well, like, I mean, yeah, it might might make a turnaround this time because that one is really like. Mm. Really? No, but, but she's not. But Anna Diarmet, she's technically not a Bond girl. No, she's actually an employee. Like she's actually a a, a CIA agent yeah. assisting Bond. Right, right, right. Damn so it. she's technically not a Bond girl. Uh, well, maybe he's gonna go to bank his employees now. Leah Sado, like the last one. Okay, so you got Leah Sado, who's uh, who's the current one, uh, who's kind of ugly. The uh, the Spectre, you had uh, Monica Bellucci, who's not the, not the hot one, the old run-down fucking Baja Miles, Monica <laughs> Bellucci. She, she, she used, she used, she used to, to be. Keyword, used, used to. to. Right? <laughs> this was like way back in the day. Yeah. Like way back in the day. Uh, you've got uh, Bernice Marlowe, who's okay. Uh, Tanya, she was okay too. Uh, Gemma Arterton, who's eh, eh, she's okay. Evergreen, Evergreen, she's pretty hot. Uh, Rosemont with makeup, hot. Halle Berry, of course, hot. Denise yes. Richards, hot. Like so, so the last one was really Casino Royale, which was like, okay, all right. You like you need a good, you need a hot Bond girl. Like that's the whole. That's part of what makes Bond, Bond, right? Yeah. Well, exactly. the idea of having the fucking having that fucking sexy bond girl and like now these last few of them have been kind of dude i I, that that reminds that reminds me phil i am and sean you'll like this Uh, oh wait you haven't seen that mad man i keep i keep forgetting yeah okay i need to to boost my misogyny then 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 this won't mean anything to you but i remember if uh i remember i remember like uh finding out like about a year ago that for brosnan's like proposed fifth film 
they were going to to get Christina Hendricks as mm. uh, the Bond girl. Yeah, and I mean, the fuck is Christina Hendricks? She was in Mad Men. Now, see, it would would and she and she's hot. She have she been, been, yeah, still, she can still get it. I mean, uh, yeah, she she's got some. She's got some worn out Baja Miles now too, but like no, no, what? No, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's she's kind of that. Like no, when she was first, like the when Mad Max first came out, I was like, wow, Mad Men, yeah, Mad yeah. Men, yeah, I was like, wow, that. Yeah, how how okay, okay, Phil, I'm I'm going to fight you. Uh-uh. Oh, let's go. I, th- I think it's be I think it's be because she. She she decided to marry the Snozberries guy, and then it like totally well, totally ruined her. Well, what's well, her name they, again? Christina Hendricks. They're 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 okay. divorced. They're they're divorced now. So. Yeah, but he 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 ruined he ruined the party and left. Okay, for a ginger, she's a ginger, right? Like naturally. Oh, I do like, yeah, yes. Ginger's good. There's nothing wrong with gingers. Uh, yes, there is. Um. <laughs> Well, I've I've a I've a thing for ginger women. Oh so. God, disavow. Um, she... Ginger is the whitest hair color. Let's be real. Yeah. T- okay. Well. Okay, I won't say it on air. Um, <laughs> but for a ginger, say it. Pretty good. Probably one of the better ones. But but you also have the gingers like Jen Pas Pasky Pasky. I don't know how you say her name. You have that, and then you have others. She looks like a dude. She kind of, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. She's not very feminine looking. You can't get people with any hair color that look like shit. That's be Yeah. Yes, but there's a, there's a, there's the 1350 rule. (laughs) It depends how much of the population and how much they. She kind of looked like, like if you, if you got Javier Bardem, to fucking dye his hair red, he'd probably that. That's exactly. what I think he looks like. Yeah, but it's like the dude from No Country for Old Men and Skyfall. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, which goes full circle. But yeah, I think you're you're kind of right about um, No Time to Die. Not yeah. not really hottie in it. Even was... though they usually nail it, they usually nail it. But like, mm, that makes me makes me sus already. But I, I don't know. Speaking of villains, though, like that's the other thing. Like I feel like Javier Bardem was the last, uh, you know, good Bond villain we had. He was uh, good. Because... I really liked him. So I, I think mean, this one, this one, Rami Malek is the the the. Uh, yeah, he gets the, thrown to everything now, Mister Robot and um, Freddie yeah. Mercury here. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, he get. Yeah. It's because of the whole queen thing which which by the way like i that movie was good but like 90 percent of it was kind of uh bullshit yeah basically that's what basically, i've heard basically like, like brian may came out and oh said, he trashed it and said yeah it was a good movie and you know everyone and like you know go see it but like but like yeah like a lot of this stuff didn't happen mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I know. Well, I think you saw it, Phil. I never saw that movie because I kind of got the vibes it wasn't that good. I mean, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't yeah. impressed. I mean, basically, like they made they made they made it seem like they found out about his, about his AIDS like I... right before Live Aid, and that 
and like that didn't happen until like I will much keep, later. I will keep arguing this until my fucking death. Uh, I th- I feel like, um, I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen should have done the fucking. They should have kept Sasha Baron Cohen on the Freddie Mercury role. Cause he, but he actor that really fucking I used to love him in like the original yeah. ride, but he's really just I, I I'm I'm having a hard time separating the fucking art from the artist with him anymore. Yeah. Same. Well, I mean, yeah, but I but he but you you know you know the story behind that though, right? Like he yeah, this I've was originally it. that was originally his idea. Like originally he was the guy he wanted to do the Freddie Burt Mercury biopic. And he wanted to really get into that role. Well, yeah, he wanted really to make a hard of... R film. And I think the studios yeah. were like, that's not marketable to the no. masses, so let's um, yeah. tone it down a bit. And they yeah. took out what could have, which look, I think that's always the wrong way to look at it because R-rated movies do really fucking well. Joker, Passion of the Christ, um, what's the one with the sniper dude? Um, American Sniper. Uh, yeah, American Sniper. Um, yeah. What the, um, but Dead. Deadpool, I'm slipping on names today, but they should have, because I think it would have been way more unique. It wouldn't have been this typical yeah. biopic of some music legend where it's glorified and glamorized, and it could have gotten that nitty gritty. And it actually would have made me want to see it because it's like I've never seen something like that before. Uh, speaking I, of radar movies, I just saw that um, the '80s Scarface the other day. Oh yeah, I need oh, to check yeah. that out because it's on yeah. Netflix now. Yeah, Phil you, reminded me about that on that Facebook. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, where I yeah. saw it was Phil mentioning it because I, I hate to admit it, I have not seen it in full. I that's right. So so that that's the other thing is I've been watching like eighties movies nonstop for like the past year just because everything has everything has gotten so woke, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going back to the Reagan era like one hundred percent. Let's so go. I um I uh and yeah, and so like, you know, movies that could not could not be made anymore. There's a there's a terrific movie uh, called To Live and Die in L.A., which is basically like about, uh, you know, the Secret Service like taking down like counterfeiters and uh, like drug dealers. It was like it was like the first movie where, where like the hero actually. I mean, it wasn't the first, but it was like one of the first where like the hero dies at the end. So that's kind of what it's famous for, I guess. So. I didn't know this, but I'm looking at it on Wikipedia. Apparently, Pacino was the one that actually wanted to remake the 1932 Scarface. Like he was I the need, one that pitched the idea. I need to see that one too. I, I love those fucking like silent films and like black and white films. <laughs> what did you uh, think of Scarface? No spoilers, but even though we all kind of know the spoilers, but what did you think? I, I thought it was a good movie. You know, I I feel like. Uh, you know, it, it um, let me see how I can describe it. You know, it, it wasn't, you know, sugarcoat. It was, uh, it was, there's some vulgarities in there, you oh, know, a little bit of, oh, yeah. bit of but um, I thought it was, and, and like, that was really interesting though when I saw it at the beginning, because it was like, they mentioned at the beginning, it was like, oh, during the, like, 88, the uh, Castro, like, let all these yeah. people, like, Cubans out into uh, Florida, and, and then, Based. like, they were, no, but, like, apparently, like, a quarter of them were uh, criminals. So I'm like, yeah. you know. It was it was based off of, like, like they tried to make it, uh, so they, they tried to make it similar to, like, uh, like when, 
1932 uh, make, they uh, they made it. it it's from a like a gangster prohibition type, mm-hmm. uh, and then so they tried to make it the the 1983 version with uh, the same kind of historical uh, current current event historical twist to it. But at that time in 1983, that was that was during the Cuban crime wave where uh, basically uh, Castro um, cast out a bunch of bunch of prisoners and uh, people that he didn't want and basically put them in boats and pushed them to America. And uh, I thought you had very interesting though. Like, I never realized because like, yeah, Reagan would have allowed that. Right. Well, that was during, that was during, um, that was right. Um, that, that that was Jimmy Carter. Carter. Right? That was Jimmy Carter's last year in office. Oh yeah, like, so he was like, he didn't give a shit. Like of he was, course. he was basically leaving, and he didn't give a shit. Um, Ronald Reagan started cracking down on it, by, but by then it was like, it was already getting pretty, uh, pretty intense. And then well, like, of course. So I I don't know if you guys have. Have I have any of you seen Narcos? Uh, yeah, the, on Netflix. So mm-hmm. there's a there's a part in I think it's it's not in like Narcos. But I think it's in Narcos Mexico mm. where they're watching Scarface because it like just you know came out at the time or whatever, and yeah. they're all you know they're all kind of like talking like you know this dude is awesome and this guy this is like this is us so you know. Uh, yeah, I just love how they had no problems getting these like automatic weapons and shit. Yeah. I mean, God why they did God the auto ban the in the eighties? I mean, there was a lot, a lot of coke money being pushed in through Miami. Like, oh yeah, I mean, and I mean, I hate to, you know, I will say this: that is the one area where Reagan kind of fucked up by starting the. By starting the the drug war. That was started by Nixon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, but... You know, you just continue. Well, I mean, to be fair, yeah, you had at that time you had to do something because there was a shit. I mean, it was Coke it was bad. bad. It yeah. was bad. I mean, it was there was just like I mean, you're talking. Well, some of that too. Hundreds, that may or may not hundreds of tons. Hundreds of tons of that shit was flooding into the fucking country, right? I mean, Specifically yeah. through I mean, yeah. Miami. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but like what I'm also saying though too is the the what we what we now know to be the deep state, uh, you know, made like a shit ton of money off the That's off, true. Of, well, off yeah. of the drugs. What yeah. what while Simon while simultaneously, uh, you know, pushing the just yep. say no mm-hmm. uh, campaign and whatnot too. So, well, it was the one with that Iran Contra shit where they were selling cocaine to fund the rebels. That was Reagan. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. But it's debated well, if Reagan knew about that, and I'm not saying he did or didn't because you know how these deep state no, people he were. Knew about this. Right. I know uh, Bush Senior knew about it. Well, Bush yeah. Bush well, Senior I mean, was also CIA, ex CIA, so maybe well, yeah. you, you, hmm? he's the vice president. I thought under yeah, uh, I know, but before that, yep. he was head CIA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like, and I'm not saying Reagan's like perfect good guy, or whatever, but because I don't know a lot about Reagan, but you know, there, and I'm not 
Yeah, because, like, who knows what's been going on in the Trump administration that Trump didn't know about with everyone against him. So, like, I apply that to that time. I don't think Reagan had that same problem as Trump did. I don't I know, mean, honestly. I don't think so. Well, it was I a mean, different. It, it was a different problem. I mean, it was a, it was a different problem with different solutions back in that. Yeah, day. It, it's, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's really hard. It's really hard to tell because all. I mean, basically, all of us here were basically not either too young or not born to really. Yeah. I think Phil, you were young around that time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you probably had the most insight of all of us. But it's, mean, it, it's such a different time. It's like it's, and that's what I've tried to do. Like when I was studying stuff like Nazi Germany or these other ones, it's like you have to really study things a lot to get yourself in the shoes of that time to as close as you can to understand what was going on. Because it's like now everybody looks back at things so black and white. Like oh, Nazis bad. These German people are crazy to put Hitler. And it's like no. <laughs> it's a very complex thing yeah, that I, happened I've for actually, lots of understandable reasons that turned out to be bad. Well, and and see, it's interesting that you bring that up because, like, I I remember remember we had we uh we had like German friends back in Colorado who who uh you know like the wife actually like grew up in Nazi Germany and like the way she explained it was at the time they love they loved hitler mm -hmm. but it, it 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 but like they didn't know uh everything was like so compartmentalized that like they didn't know what what was going on so it's not like it's not like they it's not like they were all like yeah kill the jews and what and whatnot like they, they were just kind of unaware of what was going on with a lot of that stuff well, if you want to see how it's like with hitler like look at china right now like them justifying yeah. the uyghur shit yeah yeah exactly at least that you see what's different too is like now like the chinese actually know that's happening like back in nazi germany i i think like even the allies they kind of like heard about the holocaust they like heard rumors but they really didn't know what was happening until they liberated them and then they realized what was happening. And when they yeah. elected Hitler, for his first few years, he was extremely popular. He didn't get elected popular. He did not win the majority vote, but he got a plurality. And so he got well, into that multi-party bullshit. And when yeah, he did get which... in, he started stripping people their civil liberties. And even before then, he was always trying to censor things and control the narrative. He did much more when he got into power. And then he did a lot of things he said he would. He brought Germany out of massive unemployment by starting the Autobahn, put a lot of people to work, brought a lot of jobs in, um, or we'll gave people a lot of jobs. Lines and shit, like with a lot of the, especially with a lot of the military production, like he started yes. ramping that up again too. Yeah, the military production, car companies too, like a lot of production started up, and then he mm -hmm. started doing what he promised with taking back territory that had been taken from the Germans because of the bullshit from World War One. So he became very right. popular, but he started going too far and started taking more and more and more and more and more because nobody stopped them. The French like were just like, oh, let's do what we always do, retreat, you know? And if you have neighbors like the French, you know, <laughs> and you don't like them, 
Well, that's Honestly. the thing. It's like everybody hates of... everybody hates the French now, but like everybody <laughs> used to hate the French, but like in like in 2021, they might actually be the the some of the most badass right now because those Macron. are the ones that are standing up. They're yeah, yeah, they're the ones that are actually standing up against like the woke culture in China and all that crazy shit. Like Dude, they're they're one of the few countries that are doing it. Them, Poland, fucking uh there's a couple of countries right now. Like who'd have thought the fucking French are doing what we should be doing? We'll see, I think Again, what kind of bizarre world are we fucking living in right now? <laughs> I know I can't stop thinking about because like when you see stuff like Macron and his people were saying that Le Pen wasn't hard enough on tough enough on immigration I'm like what like, yeah. when Macron won I thought he was gonna be like a complete cuck like look at him he's married to like his fucking sexual teacher who's like in her what 80s yeah like that seems like pretty you know like not alpha behavior but like looking at him apparently does he like put makeup on or something then thinks he's like the god of mars or something (laughs) there's some really weird stuff with that dude he sounds like a total cock and then he comes in and he's like like cracking down immigration saying the far right party doesn't go far right enough like basically it's like hilarious but what's interesting in france by the way and i know it's a cliche I know, I know you probably heard some million times with France, but they might actually go under another revolution um, because there has been a lot of... Yeah, another one. Another one. Like, a real one. Because there's been a a lot of... What? They've done that that quite a few times already. Quite a few times. I know. They're they're primed for it. But but there's been a... The majority of the people think that there's going to be a coup against the government, and there's been a lot of, like, street you know protesters as usual yes but it's intensifying to a crazy degree and they're also getting more islamic terrorist attacks again like that kind of died down now it's coming back so france is kind of we could see some crazy stuff go down there like get ready that's all i'm saying you heard it here first real news broke the 50,000th french revolution yeah see they i wish that they had some sort of like you know, right to keep and bear arms over there because then we can see some like fucking militias coming out. <laughs> some I like right wing death squads, IRL. <laughs> I mean, it it really is. I mean, we we joke, but it really is kind of getting, uh, you know, like at, like actual French people are not happy with the whole, uh, you know, for the lack of a better term, uh, is Islamic. Uh, radical Islamization of everything. Well, because one thing I remember is like, at least with America, we have a big ass ocean separating us from the Middle East. France has we open borders separating them from the Middle East. Okay, right. So, but Americans like don't understand is like there are a lot of far right parties in Britain, mainly because. They get also because of the history of, you know, Europe, (laughs) which has had some crazy people, obviously. But they have like actual like fascist parties like coming back in Italy and actual far right parties in France because mainly they have mass migration every day and it's changing it, changing these countries. And so the reaction is going to be extreme. I mean, what if they work with China to go and like send all their Muslims to the like Uyghur camps? (laughs) Oh. They, they go and like like China becomes their Guantanamo Bay. 
<laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could I almost see that. Like, oh, you're not, we're not doing anything bad to them. We're giving them a free vacation to China. Yeah, it's a one-way ticket, but, you know, it is a, it's a, why would they want to leave? It's, it's, it's lovely. And guess what, too? They I can mean, for iPhones for it. Yeah, free iPhones. I mean, everything. Because they make I them. mean, America. I mean, America in general, well, America and Canada and kind of like North America, they seem to be the, the only ones that are like, uh, that are like falling for this, uh, kind of like, you know, woke culture PC, like me, hashtag me too stuff. Like, uh, yeah, just in, just in general. So, yeah, well, I think America's a very, um, as Bill Maher says that we can kind of, I mean, I love this country, but we can kind of be a bit silly. And that's our problem is that we are currently like we're, it's that cycle of like hard times make strong men, good times make weak men. We're in that weak men phase. And I think we are going to go through a period of suffering at some point. Um, I mean, and then the thing is we never really suffer that bad. The last time was really the great depression. Other countries right. have had that, like, you know, multiple times throughout the past hundred years. And we throw a hissy fit when we're told we have to wear masks in a restaurant. Like, it's like, that's your breaking point, America? Like, what are you doing? Well, yeah. dude, dude, to be fair, we made a fucking war over, like, a 2% tax hunt. Well, I know. That's when we used to be Chad. That's when we used to be, like, you know, badasses. Now it's like... We don't have that same level as we used to. We had the great suffering and the great men, like, pretty much up until, like, I guess you could say the 1960s, 70s, and that's when things started to really change. Because oh, we yeah. had really good times. I mean, it's an awesome country, and it's always been, but it's, like, it was super awesome, like, in the late 70s to 80s, and then it's kind of been drifting back to harder times through the late 90s, early 2000s, and then present day, and then we had, like, a breather with Trump, and now well, we're I mean, going back in the dystopia world. People have become too much pussies. Like, what? Like I mean, the last time that we really had any sort of, like, craziness would have to have been, like, the 60s and 70s with shit like the Weather Underground stuff when, like, you mm -hmm. know, there was a chance we'd have Civil War. Well, like, no, I mean... The last one before that would have been January 6th, and that was a fucking joke. And that was just a bunch of boomers, would, so, like, trespassing to take selfies. So, from my perspective, like, I would argue that, like, the last big, like, kind of thing that happened to us was 9... was, like, 9 Aubin. I agree. But that was also, like, the... That was also, like, the last time when, like, the country, and, like, Sean, you might not rem remember this, but, like, I certainly do because I remember when I was old enough, but, like, 9-11 was, like, the last time that, like, we kind of united mm -hmm. as a country. Well, hold and... on. I think at the beginning stages of COVID, we were there. Before uh, no, I mean, actually... Everything got too, super fucking politicized. Yeah. Uh, like first week or two and people were actually like okay you know we're we're in this together and then after that the goodwill left it was like with 9-11 like after you know like after 9-11 like years later like 2006-2007 with the bush years where people were fucking fed up with the iraq war well yeah but i mean that's kind of my point is like the 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 goodwill the goodwill with like 
the goodwill with 9-11 like left after a few years not like in a matter of weeks well that shows how things have changed like with covid it was like this mild unity that lasts like a week or two with 9-11 it was this like strong patriotism this love like you had i mean look at how much people loved rudy giuliani back then and george bush george bush's approval ratings were at insane like 90 percent levels like you don't even hear of anything even breaking like barely 50 percent now for any politician he pulled a palpatine with that yeah 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 he he did a false flag so that we could go invade hoth yeah he let the death star get blown up you know Uh, i'm kidding uh, but you know you're you're doing you're doing the robot chicken bit uh, now i see (laughs) so yeah no, but, but it it tells you just how, like, I know it's a cliche, but, like, the division right now is insane. Like, I actively I, think in my mind, is this business based or is it woke? If it's based, I'm buying from it. If it's woke, I'll avoid it. I avoid buying from I Amazon. Feel, I feel like, and I mean, I, I, I know that, yes, I know, technically what I'm going to say is going to make me a hypocrite because... We all use social media, but I do feel like if social media didn't exist, or let me put it this way, if it were the white was kind of like around 2006, 2007, meaning it wasn't everywhere, I feel like this shit would be a lot less, uh, I mean, I don't know, I, I, feel, I feel like I feel like the fucking internet and all these, you know, loud mouths on it have kind of uh, made things like a lot worse. You know what I mean? Well, hold on. Well, here's my my thoughts on that is that like now maybe we're actually getting more of the truth than we did beforehand. I agree. Like with like with nine eleven and stuff, like people all thought the same thing because we were all listening to the television news and they were all for. 9/11. You're a hundred percent I mean, they're all invading Iraq. Yeah, you, you're 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 right about you're right about that, and you know that that is true too. Uh, you know, so I'm not, I'm not, but like my point is, is you didn't hear like you didn't hear people complaining like, oh, there's no trans representation, and you know, like. There's not enough trans, you know, you didn't hear, like, these minority, like, you know, like, Mm. extremely minute, you know. Minorities now have a louder voice, like, minority groups of all types because of social media. Yeah, quote, yeah, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, minorities, too. You know, like, like, a lot of these people aren't actual minorities. They're just people that LARP as, you know. But also, on the other hand, before, you know, the internet and social media, like, how many people heard half these, like, you know, probably true conspiracy theories and stuff? Like, most people heard, like, okay, before, like, you know, media and stuff. No, I mean, it's a, it is a balancing act for sure, you know, but it it just. Well, think of it this way, because you're both right, but I want to emphasize the thing Alex is saying, because it's something that we kind of I mean, some of us can relate to because, like, I was around for, like, a small time before the Internet was popularized. Like, there was time I never used the Internet, but I was too young to really know much. But think of, like, Vietnam. 
everybody was listening to what was happening in Vietnam through the news. Yeah, specifically Walter, Walter Cronkite. Cronkite. Exactly. So they're getting this one viewpoint. They're not getting CNN, Fox, MSNBC, Infowars, Breitbart, Drudge, all these like billion other things. They're getting that one thing. So everybody had one source of info in Vietnam. Look at even Nazi Germany. I think this is a... No, they didn't with Vietnam. That was a big thing because that was the first war that started out fairly popular, but then it didn't become... Well, yes. Well, what what did they have? They had things... And that was because of of like Walter Cronkite. And I I remember Alex Jones actually uh, talked about like, it's it's probably unless he has up on band dot video it's probably not uh oops did i just get your thing banned by mentioning oh you mentioned voldemort yeah sorry sean i got i got the uh i i hope you're recording this on backup because uh youtube uh we said his name a million times. If we said yeah. the uh, British Voldemort um, rhymes with Mommy Robinson, that gets you nicked, according to people in Britain. They say like, you really can't mention his name on your channel. But uh, oh, okay, that okay, that's who people. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if it matters, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I mean all of our British viewers would be upset. I mean, not to get off on, on a tangent, but uh, Apex Apex Gamma's channel is completely gone now. Why did he post um, too many own videos? Well, <laughs> no, that, that that's <laughs> take a drink. That's the that's the thing. That's that's the thing. Actually, they they uh, they, well they they deleted his initial channel last year on some of the. Uh, ob clips that he did but but his uh latest channel they basically just said we're shutting down your account but they didn't they didn't cite like any specific reasons they just said your account is in violation and yeah see ya so for ban evasion uh i mean wouldn't they have stated that wouldn't they have stated that though well, see, that's the thing with a lot of these platforms is they don't tell you why you're banned half the time. And when you ask, they don't tell you either. Well, Milo that, still doesn't true. know why he was really banned from Twitter. Alex Jones still really doesn't know. Like, they really don't know. Um, I remember Jack mentioned a few when he was on Joe Rogan when Tim Pool demanded them from him. But it's they never tell you. And even when you ask, they never tell you. Like, they're really bad with that. But according to that See, other guy I... that was on last week, oh, Apex's voice is still on YouTube, right? He's not censored. Uh, huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, he came on this channel at one point, so his voice is still on here. God, who are the fuck those Reddit people <laughs> are? They suck ass. The, uh, the, the, oh, and, yeah. The, and these Reddit the, fucking people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, ga- the Gamma people. I mean, the, the, I mean look. The 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 Mexican, as I call him, is kind of a cool guy, but the rest of them are all uh, yeah, they're all the Mexican guy, the other guy, they're all they all were shitty Reddit tier people. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, the, the, I mean, the Mexican guy is kind of cool, but the uh, at least he's been cool to me. But 
bread the, the to other wannabes. We can't hear what you're saying, Alex. It keeps getting like cut off. Bread tube wannabes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So. Dude, that's such a stupid name, bread tube. What are they lining up for bread? Like in Mao Zedong, China? Like what is yeah. this? They, they 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 will be. Yeah. Well, see, that, and to circle back to what we were saying about the information flow, like that's the key thing, but I think it's, it's all information warfare, controlling information channels. And what was what turned a lot of people's opinions on Vietnam was a whistleblower, a leak, Pentagon Papers. You know, when people start realizing that there really were some shady reasons as to why we were there and yep. we were actually bombing other countries. Yeah, so, but we don't want to talk about that do we yeah exactly so it's like That's, stuff uh, like that is what changes things and when you go back to like i mentioned earlier nazi germany one of the things the nazis were really effective on was controlling information when they had the knife the the um the night of the long knives oh, when they had the uh, night of the long knives it was um this uh basically a total purge of like hitler's opponents his en political enemies Normally, that's something that you would think is, like, awful, and you would be, like, totally disgusted and would not want anything to do with Hitler. But Hitler framed it as, oh, we were we had people that were trying to um, launch a coup against the government, and we kept Germany safe. We took drastic action during drastic times for safety and security and kept control and kept people safe. So that's how you can take some from a... Purging your political opponents to safety and order. So that's the sleight of hand they do because they could control the information. Like who who would who would know differently? You couldn't go and search for the truth about it anywhere. And that's what's different now is you you got so many different opinions, so much different information out there that everybody has their own set of facts. So like you'll be arguing with somebody about something, they'll be like. Oh, well, there's systemic racism because this one study proves it. And somebody will also say, well, my study proves that it doesn't exist. So it's like, that's the problem is we have no agreed upon set of facts. Back then, we did have agreed upon set of facts. A lot of times it was lies and it was like one person's narrative, but it was an agreed upon set of facts, you know, even though they probably weren't, um, you know, legit. But that's well, I mean, why. well, a lot of it, you, you got a lot of these like sociology studies that like, fuck, well, see, this is, see where the, the, this, this proves that racism exists or doesn't or whatever. And it's like, and these are, they're like basic, it's like basic shit. It's like when, when they talk about, oh, well, uh, certain, certain uh, people of color with us. Uh, a college degree do better than certain people without a certain degree or whatever and it's like these are they're very basic these are very, they usually throw very basic comparisons that that don't go into real specifics and it's like life is too uh complex there's too many there's too many different circumstances within an individual that determine one person's outcome that can't be really compared like you you, you can't like well the, like with the degree thing and the, the, the degree and the pay thing it's like well what's the degree in what what's the school that you you went to what where, what city did you where were you from what city did you move to 
right? There's a whole lot of things that determine what, what, you know, what a person does, um, what, a, what a person does and what they make in their lives and what like, and like for some people it's, you know, luck of the draw, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just luck, right? You know, you meet the right person at the right time. And like, and, and I mean, there's, there's a whole lot and it, and it's just like, well, and they cherry and, and what, what happens with, you know, so like some of these sociology studies, they intentionally skew the, the, the comparisons to make it look like it's going in a particular direction. But it, then when you look deeper, you, with most of these things, when you look deeper into it, it's like, it gets easily debunked um it's very similar very similar to like the um like the wage gap right yeah like obviously, yeah perfect example obviously, obviously the wage gap is bullshit but like mm-hmm. they, they continue to push it like i mean it's it's like that's why look let uh, the, the moral that this story is we need to keep push we need to keep educating people on on the bullshit right we need to keep educating people on the bullshit that's out there because if all we do is listen to these people and listen to the media and listen to the you know these right wing or these left wing nut professors like i mean it's it's just bullshit indoctrination like we have to be we have to be the people that go look this is bullshit this is why right and uh I mean, that's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I also feel like, uh, people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, especially when you look at like the Derek Chauvin trial, right? There, there's not a whole lot, of, there's not a whole lot of people that really don't know what the fuck they're talking about from a legal perspective. Like, well, did you see they found one of the jurors was a literal Black Lives Matter yeah. activist? Yeah. Well, that's not surprising. Like, yeah. you knew that was going to happen. They'd lie. And like honestly, that should throw the whole fucking trial out. It might. It might. I it mean, should. that person's trap lie. That person yeah. should be in time for that. And you know when this is all gonna happen? Summer of twenty twenty one. Get ready for the race rides, people. Yeah. It's gonna well, be crazy. My other, here's my other point, though. It's like, why? Why do we even consider social sciences science if you can't? Like, how do you disprove systemic racism? Like how, how can you, you even fucking... prove it? You can't even prove it. Mm-hmm. You can't prove like, or disprove it. It's impossible. If you can't disprove something, then it's not a fucking you know. It's not scientific. Yeah, it's, have... always, it's always the quandary of disproving a negative. Um, and it, the the thing too is like with with systemic racism, I I I honestly think it doesn't exist at all, except maybe in some crazy obscure niche things but what it is effective in is a concern to understand this is that we understand the world's complex and a lot of people think that too but but in a complex world people want simplicity they want order to all this chaos and when somebody comes around and gives you a simple reason as to why things are happening it is um it's very persuasive because it simplifies everything that's confusing. Because complexity is confusing. And that's the power is trying to find the right balance where you can deliver somebody a simple explanation for something without killing 
all the complexity. And that's what systemic racism and all these other things do. It's like, women are paid less. Oh, it's because of sexism. It's because your boss is a sexist. Why are blacks committing more crimes on average than other races proportional to population? Because of systemic racism. You know, they come up with these things. Well, yeah, and see, that that just really bewilders me. Like, how... That, that should be very easy to go and prove to, like, with beyond a reasonable doubt. You the know, best thing they always come to is, like, oh, a cop pulled me over for nothing. It's like, what? Does that, does that happen? Sure, I guess. You know, some, like, backwater place, you might see that. But, like, you know, for violent crime, how, how do those lie? Well, look at all these Black Lives Matter incidents. They always start off as... Oh, it was just this innocent, unarmed black man walking and just enjoying his life. And then a white cop comes up and bang, shoots him in the face and he's dead. And then you find out it's nothing like that. (laughs) Even the George Floyd one is the biggest example of how it was a total 180 times million when you see all this shit too like they'll always use a picture of like oh look he's he's a perfect he's like a little black kid you know he's just a boy you know you don't you don't understand it like they did that with trayvon martin that oh. really pissed me off and then they like they showed a picture of him like from like five years ago when he was actually a fucking kid and then you see him now and he's like doesn't look anything like that again information well, warfare biggest red pill probably for me you really know, Oh yeah, the Trayvon Martin trots. Oh, that was probably like my first like you know seeing this sort of shit when that first with Trayvon Martin, you know, because I was like, you saw what the media was saying, then they actually take a look at it, you know, and I'm like, okay, dude, this guy just beat up this fucking like Paul Blart wannabe dude. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah, no, I I remember that one very well. I was a very very contentious a lot of people were watching that trial it was crazy and it was i think the first black lives matter like you know case where they became a thing matter came from and it wasn't even a white cop it was a mexican like hispanic rent-a-cop yeah private security you know look, look at where we are now like that's the crazy that wasn't even that long ago that was under obama it wasn't that long ago and look at how things have... We've come from that to abolish the police in, like, what, five years, six years, eight years? Whatever it's been. That's what happens if you abolish the police. It's going to hurt those people the most. Yeah. In the black communities, because then they're going to have fucking crime running through it. And they'd be like, oh, why aren't the police... Why aren't the police protecting us? Oh, it's because all the cops are racist. That's why. Like, the cops are left. They don't want... Like, it's a catch point. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't go investigate the black areas then it's considered racist because white people, you know, they get their places looked at by police. But then if you look too much at the black ears, oh, well, you're profiling and it's a bad policy. You're getting these black people inappropriately. This is what happens, though, when you let a few people make the fucking decisions. Like mob you, you rule. Make a few, <laughs> few people in the mob make, 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 you know, make the rules for everybody. Because when you look at it, yeah, yeah, there were there was there were studies done. There were there were surveys done in these inner cities that m- m- uh, mo- the majority of the people of color actually want uh, yeah. either the same or or, or more uh, police 
put more of a police presence. Very true. The problem is you have you have this mob, and most of these people that 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 are in these cities aren't even from those fucking cities. They're they're coming from all over the place to like like and and that's the problem. We need the people that are in the cities to you know to voice their you know to voice their concerns right if they want if they want to defend their city they need to defend their city right um i and and well, i mean you know we 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 just need to do a better job of getting rid of this fucking mob cuz mm-hmm. yeah we well, live in mob rule we live in a like cyberpunk dystopia with mob rule um you know it, it's like it's it's crazy like when you when you get I, i'm trying to think of like it's not very black pill but like when you get like deep red pilled and you see what's really going on it's like shocking it's like you you get red pilled you think you know everything like you think you know the truth and then you realize it's like more than you think <laughs> like it's it's deeper and it's like that's an example of like what's been happening with the justice system with the mob rule like that chauvin verdict like it shook me because it sh- I I knew what what it what it was about. It was about these jurors were scared. They were either you know Black Lives Matter activists or they were scared. They were scared for their lives, and that's just like crazy. I well, mean, you, you knew that was gonna that was a very good chance of happening. Just well, because no, we were all saying that he was gonna walk. Well, I mean, you know, like, that was a chance. Still, I think he still will. I think yeah. I I think he'll eventually win a appeal and yeah. still walk. Well, I mean, I, I I was saying that like there was a good chance mob, you know, like these people would vote to um, for him to be guilty because mm-hmm. they were scared of cities burning and their lives. Like I considered that possibility, so the outcome didn't surprise me, but shook me. That's why I said shook is because it's like, whoa, that that actually happened. Well, at that point, justice is lost. Like we no longer have a justice system. Well, when that's what not- I'm saying. That's what was going through my head. You know that that's the problem with these jury trials for events like in the future in the world that we live in now. Well, and that's the big picture that's scary. Is like, what is this country going to be like when when enough people realize every institution is is it's too far, too lost, too gone to be saved, and they cannot be trusted. They're corrupted. Like, what happens to a society when that happens in modern times? Well, look this, at why we're doing, this is why we're doing what we're doing now isn't it though yeah isn't, it, isn't this why we're doing what we're doing like we're, we're we're trying to um because because me i mean me personally i believe that 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 the united states and the u.s constitution is the most perfect piece of legislation on earth when it is properly enforced yes yes when it is properly enforced it is the most perfect legislation in 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 the history of our 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 planet right um but the problem is it's not enforced like no it's not we have we have an an insane amounts of corruption throughout every piece of our you know of our every institution within our country and this is why we need to make these sweeping changes within Congress, within the school boards, within, you know, with, within the judicial system, within, you know, so many, so many different entities. We need to make 
sweeping changes because if we don't make changes this this is going to continue and or get worse and the scary thing with like these accelerationists is one thing i realized is like accelerationism because some people think it needs to get worse for it to get better which actually has some merit to it um i think in some ways but what scares me is that with accelerationism you guarantee that everything goes to shit there's no guarantee that things get better there's only a guarantee that things get worse you know and that's kind of like the one scary thing with that is like what if you can't turn it around it gets so bad like what if people don't even wake up then what if it gets worse yeah i mean that's that's the problem with that you know it's accelerationism you know that's like shorting a stock you know you can get like negative infinity or you can also <laughs> yeah that's actually a good analogy it's uh it's a dangerous game to be sure Mm-hmm. yeah um this is interesting when i read this on wikipedia about black lives matter and take over grand sulks as a poll it says in june 2020 pew research found that 67 percent of american adults expressed some support of black lives matter movement some support a later poll conducted in september 2020 showed that support among americans had dropped to 55 percent with notable declines among whites and hispanics while support remained widespread among black adults Mm -hmm. here's the thing too it's like i i hate that they like they they're able to get away with using that name black lives matter because you go and say oh i don't support black lives matter therefore it's like feminism like oh i don't support you know feminism okay well you hate women then yeah you're not a fem you don't identify as a feminist but like it, it it's taken on a name that's more you know crazy that stuff they say oh just say black lives matter well like you know and they make that as some sort of like litmus test if you're like racist yeah yeah well it's it's and that's the whole strategy behind it's very smart you know um uh, language that they always use with these things it's so that you can't be against it like that's the whole play and if you are it's like you're you're a bigot yeah, these are the same people that say, oh, you know, George Bush, he was so stupid for saying either for us or against us. <laughs> but they're doing the same exact shit. Yeah. Well, what I think is interesting, though, is, like, I, I keep telling people this, and nobody really, you know, I, I know there's, like, people like Steve Cortez there that see this, too, is that Hispanics, and specifically working-class Hispanics, religious Hispanics, because they're mostly Catholic, they are primed to be Republican voters down the road. Like, I think the Democrats really are going to realize that the Hispanic vote is going to be the real interesting one that comes into play. And I think they already kind of know this, but when you see the gains Trump made with them, like, what do you get, like 30% of them? 30, 35? Something, like, really high, though? Yeah, you got, like, 40s, like, in the 40s. Like, it's amazing how much work can be done there to gain over support and it's like when you see these all this racial division that the left tries to push and it's like it's 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 interesting seeing how this is slowly backfiring on them in some ways um it it could not completely backfire but i think it will well i mean you look at you look at the alternate the alternate uh, alternative education that's you know it, it 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 is 
is having an effect. Like you get, you're talking about like clubs like Turning Point, sites like PragerU, sites like stuff like that. It's starting to work. Like these are popular. Like the sites are popular. Like going to these school organizations that bring these speakers all over. That bring like look, there's the they work. I mean the the there's you know conservative media. You, you know, like the Daily Wire, even though I don't fucking like Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. even that like you know like Blaze TV and stuff like that. Like these are these these the this the that type of media really does have an impact. And 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 if you continue to push, and you could t- continue to to push it right to make sure that people that you know like the. The uh, Latino vote gets exposed to that sort of thing, then it really like they're able to make up their own minds. They're able to see that oh, uh, that this narrative that these liberals are pushing is total bullshit, and then they're able to make up their own minds. Like because I mean it's did like look Latinos and and like Latinos and African Americans and just anybody any human period when you give them the right information, they are more than capable of making great decisions. Right. But the problem is you, you, you've the media, the, the, uh, the media's controlled, the education system's controlled the, and like, so you have, I mean, so they're getting, they're, they're getting daily conditioned into this narrative that like they're victims they can't you know that you know big bad mean white people are after them you know like like when do you real when when do you realize that oh maybe maybe that maybe these lefties are full of shit and they're just trying to you know gain and or keep their power um you know and 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 they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna rue the day uh, that they overlook the they overlook Latinos because actually they're you know the Latino vote is the probably the fastest growing vote in the oh, country. Oh, it is by far. So yeah, that's why I think they tried to go and take over the um, the Pope. That's why I think they put that that guy in charge. That mm, uh, Pope Francis, right? Yeah. They got like some real wishy-washy. Who knows where he came from, Pope, to be a liberal. Oh yeah, they got progressive Pope. That's what they yeah. did. You know, he's he's very progressive, and they they love him. He's like, oh, he's so popular. Everybody loves this Pope. Oh, he's so wonderful. And when I always my natural reaction, I was like, when the media tells me that somebody's wonderful, I'm like, I don't like them. I already hate them. <laughs> I'm already I'm already suspect. I'm already like, there's got to be something wrong. This doesn't feel right. I, I wonder if, like, Pope Francis will have, like, a big scandal that forces him out within, like, a f- decade. Dude, I think he got put in there by, uh, I think they're, I think that they blackmailed the, who was it, Ratzinger. Mm-hmm. I think they got him with some of the kiddie, like, diddling scandals or something. And they're like, okay, well, you do this and, you know, we'll prevent you from, like, being forced to step down. Yeah. I think that's what happened. That's a conspiracy theory. I'll give you that, but I think in the next like fifty years, we'll discover some of that. Well, <clears throat> speaking of conspiracies, I found something I want to check um, that I got a notification about. But before I do that, oh, I got oh fuck, somebody from Yale DM me on Facebook. God damn it! 
people don't leave us alone uh this picture phil posts i need to highlight this thing like look at this the pole stand whilst the england team kneels look at <laughs> this this is good optics like look at this dude you got a pole here he's handsome he's tall chad muscular the, the whole, that, that, at that game that was a world world cup qualifier game and <laughs> like yo so you you know there's a there they have that moment in the beginning of the game where everybody where all the you know the players can kneel if they want to oh. and you get a lot of, and you get a lot of players that do kneel none of the polish players kneel based fucking polish player kneel i thought that was just an american thing to get there was another yeah no it's no it's in europe too oh, um, yeah but uh, you know, there was another game. There was another game where the Czech, the Czech, in the Czech, where the Czech Republic, none of them kneeled either. Right? Nice. That's so my there, people. Let's go. You know, there's there's some people that are, you know, that are stepping back. That they're pushing back on this shit. Nice. Dude, he's got like an armband here that says respect, and he's like pointing out like, yeah, respect me. Yeah, I mean that's like yeah, no, the respect is a two way street. Actually, it's a more multiple way street but you know that, that like yeah i mean it's like like no no it's like at some point you you have to like just say have, no just you you have to realize that at what point do you realize that this is that what what they're doing is total bullshit like at, at what point do you realize oh that kneel that kneeling thing that's for black lives matter that's like uh no that's a marxist organization and it has no fucking place in and that doesn't mean it is an anti-christian symbol too if you think it's anti-christian it's anti the only person you should be kneeling to you know is before god not for some fucking black lives matter activist and your wife want, and your fiance once. Mm, yes. Yeah, if, you're like, <laughs> if your wife or fiance or girlfriend's gonna kneel and suck your cock, that's different too. But I ain't. I, I kneel and fucking Black Lives Matter, fucker. Well, that that's that's the whole thing though. Is these people think that they're gods, or at least they okay? They might not. They might not think that they're gods, but they act, They try and act like it. Which I guess is kind of the same thing, but they're not. Yeah, see, it's the progressive version of church. You don't want to go to regular church, so instead they go kneel down before you know black people because it makes I mean, look woke. I mean, in a way, in a way, I would say, I would say it's more extreme than than church. It's like, it's like what I was, it's like what I was pointing Sean to earlier with like the the Disney. Uh, with like the critical race theory that, that Disney has, like, you know, like even once you acknowledge that they're, you know, even if you like acknowledge your white racism or whatever, like, there's no path to redemption. Like, you know, you know what's crazy about that Disney thing too is that when I read the article, it said staffers are told to reject equality for yeah. equity. Yep. They you have embraced what we've been telling them, which is that this is not equality. It's it's not you know equality of um outcome. It's uh, or it's not equality of opportunity. It's equality of outcome. It's it's equity, and they're literally, literally embracing it. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's actually what it was all about. Yeah. So 
I so I said this earlier tonight on my show, but I'll say it again here because I, I've been getting sick of the oh well you're just mad because you know Disney you're just mad because Disney fired Gina Carano and you know you're a simp for Gina Carano and blah 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 and it's like no no Disney is like a simp for China. It's like that's not the point. The point is is like it's like yeah, it sucks that Gina Carano got fired, but like Gina getting fired is a, is a symptom of a much bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah. That and and that's what this is. So, you know, and if if they want to call me a simp for Gina, you know, like that's actually a like that's actually a badge of honor compared to you know the fact that they simp for you know china and you know people people who mass murder people like you know gee who i who am i gonna admire that you know the the hot self-made uh you know actors and mma fighter or they forcefully sterilize women and fucking um harvest organs and force lay like like force people into labor and and and, and that's just and that's just the shit that we know about yeah. you know like just imagine what we just imagine the shit that goes on that we don't hear about mm-hmm. so well here's something that we're we used to not know now we do uh that i was saying earlier that's going to be going to maybe some conspiracy territory, or at least giving some conspiracy theorists some food, some red meat to chew on. FBI quietly un, uh, releases their files on Kurt Cobain. The feds had files on Kurt Cobain, 10-page file containing letters from two individuals who asked the Bureau to investigate the rock star's death by suicide, believing foul play was involved. The police took up the case and were never serious about the investigation, um, as it was a, of it as a murder. And there are other letters the bureau sent back to individuals, informing them the FBI does not necessarily have the jurisdiction to investigate a potential homicide, and blah 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 blah. So it looks like there's not really anything there, but man, the feds got files on everyone. Well, well, I I heard like before about this conspiracy with that, and I could I could see it. You I've know, I've heard the conspiracy before, but there's never been any actual like, you know, juice I heard to that it. The, the way that he was like shot doesn't really line up with how people shoot themselves with like the shotgun. You know, it's yeah. a weird way, but it like some people used to say like it wasn't possible, but there's literally guys on YouTube and. Yeah, don't do this, kids. Think, where they've taken shotguns was, and actually like shown like, hey, very you nice. can do it. I think it, I for one think it was very nice for Courtney Love to help Kurt Cobain commit suicide. I think that was very <laughs> nice of her. So I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So so Phil so Phil and I are so Phil and I are both in that camp together. That's uh, I will say she does seem like a bitch. That's all. Well, I kind of okay. Gathered. So. So the the thing about Courtney Love is she actually tried to me to uh, Ted Nugent like yo fuck her fuck her okay well, that tells me everything well so so here so here's here's the thing here's the thing though like she she tried to uh, she tried to like say that like Ted Nugent like like you know raped her or something but like mm-hmm. the the timeline was like the, the, 
the timeline of when she claimed that like that happened it was like it, it she basically wouldn't have been born when she was claiming oh it. god how can you mess so, that up that bad didn't someone claim that like mike like that ted nugent like raped michael jackson or something <laughs> <laughs> Like I heard this conspiracy theory somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Is that it, from Reddit? Yeah, and it was, it, and it was, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those. And it's like, well, that wouldn't have been possible because like Ted Nugent was like, was like, would have been like, you know, fifteen or sixteen at, at the time, and like, technically, um, technically, that could happen. At I mean, it could, but like they were nowhere in the same vicinity, like. You know, like Ted Wudge wasn't like famous yet, so I, I, at least I don't think he was. So, yeah, like there's some interesting stories with Ted. Like I heard another one. Like apparently he like shit his pants to get out of like the draft or something. I've heard about that. I think he, maybe I'm thinking of somebody. Oh no, I'm thinking of Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison deliberately got drunk and started like acting ridiculous to get out of the draft because he was actually like in line to like go to war and he started like messing himself up to get out of it yeah i mean the thing that ted shitting his pants i mean he actually addressed that when he went on rogan's podcast and said that he told the journalist that he did that and the journalist was like was like really oh my god i'm right i'm writing that down so he just just to he, he basically just like gave this journalist like a bs interview and the the, the guy just he like, Dude, I don't even care. Like, if the if the army's that stupid, like that would let you <laughs> you shit your pants, like that's pretty bad on the army for like not doing a fucking closer look. Honestly, if he did do, I wouldn't blame him one bit. I don't blame anybody for doing that yeah, to get out of that stupid war. Yeah, going into it, yeah, to avoid the draft, I can understand that. Yeah, honestly, like I remember, I used to think like draft dodgers were cowards, and now I'm like. We'd all do the same thing. Yeah, if, well, and it, if you didn't want to go to the fucking war, like I can see, like it, I, I don't see I can really force someone to like, especially for a war that's not even on our soil. Yeah, like I, if it's in, like if it's in your hometown, okay. But if you're going off to the fucking Vietnam, a place like a, a people that aren't even threatening you, like at least with nine eleven, they like drove a plane to us. But even that's a bit of a stretch, you know. But. But communism, Alex. Yeah, communism, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it made sense, like, why there was so much fear. Like, seeing what happened in Russia, seeing what happened in China. You know, but... you know, you know what the crazy thing is, though? Like, this goes back to the whole thing about, like, there only being one source uh, of news. So, this is what I was saying earlier with, like, Alex Jones, Jones made the point... This was like a long ass time ago that I saw saw this clip of him, but he uh, basically like said something to the effect like we were winning Vietnam, and then the deep state didn't like that we were actually winning against communism, so they basically told uh, oh what's his face to like uh, to like basically turn and like make it seem like the we were losing the war so yeah i, I like alex but i don't know if i i necessarily agree with that analysis 
I'd have to look that up because I, I, well, I, mean, I bet Alex's stance on Vietnam is that it was just like a total like CIA deep state like run war. I, I feel like that's more what his like his current opinion probably is. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, also he did make a good point. Like back then, the media could have, you know, like they they lied about a bunch of shit. So probably. Oh, yeah. And that's what we were talking about when you had your connection issues was like how they were able to get away with lies because that's all you had. That was, they, they, they controlled the flow of information. Now that they've lost control, everybody's got their own set of facts and so their own p- opinions. And that's why we are more devised because nobody agrees on facts, quote unquote, because the facts back then, which were even lies, like nobody agree, everybody would agree on the lies and the facts of back then. Now we all disagree on the lies and the facts. So it's I like... was, I was listening to this true crime like conspiracy podcast last summer, basically about like how uh, like Sirhan Sirhan might have been like an early MK Ultra uh, victim, and that like he, and that he like uh, he assassinated RFK as like the result of being. Like under hypnosis or something. Wasn't the so. Unabomber in that MK Ultra shit? Uh-huh. Supposedly. So. <laughs> yeah. When you told me that, Alex, that was a red pill. <laughs> like a proper red pill. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Like he was he was involved in that like study, and they like really fucked with the psyche when he was in college. You know. Yeah. And, and they like dosed him with like drugs and shit. Yeah. And apparently they had that like. And this one's a conspiracy theory, but apparently there was some like game at arcade. I forget the name of it. And apparently, like they'd go and um, lace it with drugs or something. What? And go and like watch. I forget the name of that game, but there's like a whole like conspiracy around that arcade cabinet. God, it's so crazy. Like you don't know. What, oh yeah. What they actually did with with fucking MK Ultra, because they they destroyed all the documents before they you know were subpoenaed. Oh, jeez. One of um one of Jet Carr's books. uh, Yeah, I know. I bring him up up all the time now. Sorry about that. But um, new drinking game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Every time I bring up Daddy Daddy uh, Jack. So, um, but no, he actually uh. His latest novel was about like the bioweapons program that was developed like during the Cold War, like off the books, and yeah, supposedly the same thing happened. Like the Russians like developed this whole thing, and then after the Cold War, they de- they like destroyed all the document. They destroyed all the documents, but the scientists just went elsewhere. So kind of the same thing. See, one of the ones that, like, you want to talk about information, look at the Tuskegee experiment. Oh, yeah, that's a yes. pretty you, fucked thing. That's really why you don't fucked up. Vaccines, man. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you know what's, you know what's it, really interesting about that, Sean, is, like, I, I don't have the screenshots to prove this, but I've seen, I've seen black people on Facebook, like, talk about how, uh, they're pissed because uh, people are using uh, 
because like Facebook and all the social media companies are using black people as like promotions to get the shot and they feel like kind of it's like the same thing like I don't know and Facebook is deleting those comments so and didn't yeah, they in the Tuskegee thing like didn't they inject people with syphilis and they were trying different like ways of treating it oh, yeah. on black people. Well, I don't know if they checked them. I know they had syphilis and they just told them they didn't have syphilis so they could go and see what end stage syphilis would look like if untreated. Oh jeez. They would like ref- they would go and give them these bullshit excuses to like not go to different doctors. I think one of them I think they ended up getting found out because they one of them did end up going to a different doctor and that's how he found he had like syphilis. Yeah, you're right. And Wikipedia says the purpose of the study was to observe the natural history of untreated syphilis conducted by the U.S. Public Health Service and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Wow. That was a red pill for me. I learned that in class in college. And I I was like, how have I not heard of this? This is crazy. This is like Alex Jones tier stuff. And then I look and it's all legit. Like... Well, see, you know, the crazy, like, these people, like, I don't see how people just going to see, like, oh, you know, the government did that back then, but they won't do, they would never do something like that. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, no, like, the, the crazier thing is you're going to think the government won't do that again, even though they already did that back then. You know, you, it's pretty crazy to think they wouldn't do something twice. Exactly. Like, you look at the history of the CIA, it's like, it's, it, well, to me, what's crazy to think about is, like, this is just what we know. Imagine what we don't know. Well, dude, the garment, like, it, it's crazy. Like, what, what I see the other day that was, like, nuts. Like, apparently there is some vulnerability that was discovered for some, like, exchange service. And the fucking, I think it was the FBI or something, just went onto these other companies' fucking exchange servers. Like, and they use that vulnerability to go into there and then apparently patch it, pat, like, patch a vulnerability and then go out without the permission of the companies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they they breached in and didn't take anything or look at anything else. They were just there to help these wonderful people and their vulnerability. Oh yeah, do they? Well, I I was I was talking about like in a gaming Discord I'm in that uh that like that's been a big problem with Sony as of late is like that whole that whole thing like Sony's kind of you know in the shit with their customer base right now sony like for getting like where are they even shit for for getting hacked or for yeah for getting hacked and then you know for for like people got their orders of the ps5 fucked up and all sorts of well to be fair about that psr5 thing and i know it's there's probably some other shit going on is like the shortages on that probably screwed over people more than anything yeah because, like, there yeah, were a lot that... of people to the 3080s that were, like, told that their order was placed, and then they were later told, oh, sorry, like, there's nothing, so... I, I, I still can't get a PS4. Probably can't like... get a PS3. Maybe even a PS2. It's like the graphics uh, cards. Is Phil sleeping, or...? I am. No, no. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I, I was browsing like because this is the time. This is the time of the you know the episode where we usually just look up fucking. I look up Twitter shit just to <laughs> yeah. see if I can find some something. And there's like this 
Sarah Silverman clip where she's fucking talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. see that? Like, yeah, that was like, what, what a bunch of stupidity. Like, she's like, this, 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 you know, trans girl, trans girls are girls. Okay. They should be given the same rights as the other girls. No. Like, what? You're, you're mad at trans women because they're, girls because they're too strong what about tall girl tall girls they, yeah, what about yeah. The, like what you're, you're comparing like you're you're comparing women that have different sizes to like to women with fucking with women and that are not women fucking dudes fucking right dude. basically dudes right they're built built all to fuck like that still that still have like all manly shit. Can and can maybe we, even still have the penis. Can we just acknowledge like how, like how weird, like California has always been a little fucked up, but like things are really fucked up now because they have, they have Caitlyn Jenner who has more balls than Gavin Newsom mm-hmm. at this point. California. And then California have, totally deserved this election, by the way. But anyway. I agree. And then they have, I agree. And then they have Mike. And then they have Mike Cernovich, who I know you like, Sean. Let Let's face it. Like Cernovich is a little weird, like to normies. So he's not gonna. Yeah, like, like it, it's a shit show in California. So he's not gonna win. We all know that. No, I don't still, it, think it's, it's, so. But let's consider just something. The hatred for Newsom right now is even on the left. What if just out of their hatred of Newsom, they put in Caitlyn? They'd put. Yeah. They would not put. They, I doubt they go and put in um, Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis. Uh, <laughs> my, oh, base. No, I thought I thought that's what Sam was saying. Some of Gavin, right? Yeah, no. I, I hear. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, Sam was talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Gavin McGinnis is, you know, ex-vice. Oh, no, no, no. I, thought he mentioned, I thought he mentioned Gavin or something. He might Gavin Newsom. That's a good one. Here, here's some interesting news. Go, going into uh, going into Michigan, right? So the Detroit police chief, James Craig, uh, he is retiring as police chief. He is planning on running for governor against mm. against Governor Whitmer, and he's running as a Republican. Let's go, let's go. How about that? No, I like I like this pick too because the um uh police the Detroit police chief um he was very very anti anti mob with Good. the whole you know the black lives matter protests and all that stuff he's like look if you want to protest pe- peacefully great but if you don't we're coming to, we're we're coming to get you like he was he was not messing around like he was not playing games up there in detroit um i like it i i do and uh that's something to kind of keep an eye out cuz obviously uh, Gretchen Whitmer, she's got a lot of people hating on her right now. So, um, yeah, I'm, that excites me. But let's go. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I'm taking a look at him. He looks pretty cool. And you know something else that's interesting too. I post this in news, and you probably all saw it at some point this week. Um, this is 
very interesting because it's like it just shows you how bad it is in California. They had the first ever decrease in their population. You would think that California, despite all the crazy shenanigans going on, yeah, there's people leaving the state, but you would think they'd have all these illegal immigrants pumping out babies or something like that. No, there are so many people leaving that it is more than all those factors. That's how bad it is that their population is decreasing. I'm wondering, too, like, what's going to happen with the post-COVID workforce? You know, especially with, like, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Twitter, you know, the fang companies and shit. What what are we going to see with that? Because I think you're that... going to see a lot of people that can work for them that don't have to live in stupid California. And, and that's going to California's, like, tax base if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, like, I would assume with a remote job, you are charged the state taxes also of the state of the company you work for remotely. Uh, I haven't worked, like, I, I've always worked for, you know, the same state that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Not, but I think that, like, you if you work in a different state than you... Um, then you live. I think like half of it goes to like I, I don't I'm not, I don't know. But I know you get less if you live in a like less costly. If you live in a state that ha- that has less taxes, you would still benefit to move there, even if you're working for a company that, you know, is based in like California or whatever. Oh, also, think- did anybody see that Caitlyn Jenner ad and the Caitlyn Jenner interview with Sean Hannity? That's a no. I said, did anyone see the Caitlyn Jenner ad and then the Caitlyn Jenner interview with Sean Hannity? No. No. Oh, God. The ad is like this, like, very dramatic thing. And then when she was on Hannity, Hannity's, like, loving her. And then at one point, she, like, like, slips up with some wording, and Hannity goes, like, oh, you're pro-legal immigration. She's like... Yeah, yeah, le- legal. That was the word I, I was forgetting at handy. I'm glad you have my back, Sean. It was like, oh, it's so bad. And, like, why are Republicans, like, pushing her? Because she's probably the only Republican that has a solid chance in California. Let's be real. Who cares? Like, why are we all falling on, like, this is not a hill to die on. <laughs> I think it would be funny as shit if they had a tranny uh governor oh no i think it's hilarious i hope she wins because it would it's what california deserves but republicans like mainstream politicians and like spokespeople are like endorsing her why not why not it's liberal she's liberal enough like at least it would work i think i think she the problem she has is she appeals to no one in that state republicans don't like her because she's trans and Democrats don't like her because she's Republican. Who do you appeal to? Fuck it. There is no chance for a Republican to win anyway, so may as well have some fun with it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm going to yeah. have fun with it, but these people are pushing it like it's actually a good thing. You, you know what? You know what, though? Like, the way I see it, guys, like, at this point, Gavin, Gavin Newsom 
has like fucked that state up so much that like Caitlyn would be an improvement probably. Maybe not much of one, but an improvement still. So. Well, yeah, but guess what? She also has, you know, Sean. She has name recognition. Everyone knows who the fuck Caitlyn Jenner is. Also, also like me, she has a bad driving record. Buckle up, buckaroos. I always love that Ricky Gervais joke where he's like, "Oh, we had so many progressive things this year," and he like lists all these things, and he's like, "Well, Caitlyn Jenner wasn't very good for women drivers, was she?" It's like people forget just how like we let that slide because she's trans. I I I still I still loved I still love his joke. Uh, okay, so how how many? How many people here? Uh, you know, it must have been a tough year for Highwood. Uh, you all, you all lost. You know, your friend Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, when he did the Epstein joke, dude. Oh my God, Ricky's one of the, he's one of the best. Don't, don't don't boo at me. He was your he was your friend. Yeah, <laughs> he said that, that to funny. him, and he was right. I showed my boss that at work for one day. Oh really? Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I I do miss my old boss. I'm gonna get him on the show one of these days. He said he's interested. <laughs> Yo, let's go. I'm down for that. That'd be awesome. Oh man, yeah. I, yeah. At least we can laugh at all this crazy. And I think that's the important thing. Is like if you laugh at this shit, and mock it. It's the, it's the mean, best way to get through and to get to people's heads about how silly this is. That that's that's basically that's basically what Apex. I I've never, I've never seen like Apex, getting he, he's ne- and he didn't really get mad at me, but he's like he's like Sam. Politics is fucking retarded, dude. He's like it's it's all, it's all bullshit. So yeah, I think ever since like fucking Trump left, I I just. I don't know, man. My my care of politics has really just gone down. It's not fun anymore. It's back to like the fucking bush years, like in terms of how much I care about it's it. It's back to the it's... new normal. Yeah, it's ba- pretty normal. Like with Trump, it's like, what the fuck's gonna happen next? Is he gonna beach? Is it's like a fucking game show? And I loved it. <laughs> I, 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 it was reality TV, the White House, and it was awesome. Yeah, people well, gave a shit about politics for the first time, you know. And... Well, but also it's like I, I'm glad you guys brought that up because it's like with it's like okay with Biden like there's only so much stuff I can bitch about with Biden before like I get bored of bitching out you, you know what you know what I mean oh he's so boring like I I I always can't like it just drives me up a wall when I hear all these like boomers on Facebook and he's like Fox so it's like oh. Biden's unleashing socialism. Oh, Biden and the radical left are coming for your guns. And it's like... He probably is, but like... No, he is. Like, all this is true, but so tiring. Because it's like, well, what do you expect? Do you expect them to start, like, lowering taxes? Like, what plan are you on? Like, why is this, like... Why are you outraged over, like, what we knew was going to happen at some point? well, Well, and it's like, this is a repeat of the... I mean... Not exactly, but it's like the same rhetoric we heard during the Obama years too. You know, probably what he did. He's pro- he's not the bright. You know, he's not the brightest like mentally anymore. He's probably just like, oh, what what worked during Obama? 
let's talk about this let's try this oh yeah and what we should be focusing on some people do but they're usually banned and outcast is like the real problems happening with big tech censorship globalism uh cancel culture uh the persecution of concerns like these are the things that like are way more relevant interesting and just like these mainstream people are either oblivious to it or they know it's against their interests and then um, we still got the fucking coronavirus too like and all those like there's still a lot of bullshit going on we've had the vaccine out in abundance and we're still required to wear a fucking mask yeah that is Why? such a breaking point for a lot of people showing just how bullshit this thing is okay well well that that dies into a whole nother thing i mean i i hate to say this but the but the I don't want to say the conspiracy theorist, but like, well, yeah, kind of like, okay, I don't think that I'm not one of those people that thinks that the virus is fake. I do think the virus is real, but well, nobody thinks it's fake, but people well, do think the reaction to it is fake. Probably the same I mean, how the moon landing was fake. I mean, yeah, I mean, that I mean, there's a small minority of people that think, but overall, I think. I think people's bigger point is is um, that like they were like the government isn't going to give up control of of this and long and people are like oh no you're crazy things will go back to normal once everyone gets vaccinated and lo and behold well yeah they are literally one hundred percent vaccination rates before anything goes back to normal and then you're gonna have to bring a fucking ID card with which you know what. You know, at least with that part, at least maybe we can get people to fucking have IDs now. Voter ID. Yeah, maybe well, we can have voter ID so we can say, hey, you got to show your fucking vaccine. <laughs> so that's why we find a compromise for voter ID. Yeah, you want your COVID ID? Well, we're going to get our voter ID. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible, but like, fuck, that might be, that might be what we have to do. Well, like, like that's that's the that is the that is the thing though is like they're like oh they're like they're like voter ID is so horrible but they're like, and I'm like but you're okay with RFID chips which are much more invasive and they're like uh 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 that's not the same thing we we need we need that we need RFID for the public good and it's like what's going on with the RFID Wait, what's going on with these RFID chips now? Okay, okay. Well, like, there's there are some people who are like, like there are some people who are saying that we need like RF that we need like RFID chips so we can track like who has you know the shot and who who doesn't and all that stuff. So okay. yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing of 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 this. This is pretty fucking nuts. RFID to track the. F I've heard Shot. about this too. I as first time I'm hearing about this shit. This is pretty fucking nuts. Is that that's the next thing? Like, why can't they just use their fuck? Like, honestly, God, like you, you have fucking phones. They can probably gather that shit right now if they really wanted to. Yeah, I I let me, I'm gonna Google because I was hearing something about. By the way, Elon's episode of SNL just aired. Apparently, like when he started talking about Doge, Doge. Uh, crashed <laughs> um this is so funny apparently elon musk was really good on snl so i'll have to check that out later but um let's see rfid because mm, that's basically like nfc's type shit isn't it well that's like i think that yeah. your um 
if you like had you if you ever used to like chip to go and like sign like tap like a credit card yeah it's nfc basically well no i think that's rfid because i think nfc you need to have a power source the rfid doesn't oh yeah that's right because like the credit cards have that yeah i see what you're saying and like stuff like hotels yeah yeah i see what you're saying now so what 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 is what's the deal with this and covid what's the conspiracy oh i bet Sam's the first one that told me about this. Like, apparently they're using the, the, the conspiracy is that they're is that they're going to start like tracking people like Big Brother style. Oh yeah, and I've he, heard this a lot. Like people, like Kanye was saying that too. Like that he thought that they were putting microchips in vaccines. Okay, well, see, that's I don't know how much I believe that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, either. I don't believe it. Except, I mean, except, except. There was a thing on 60 Minutes where they were talking about something kind of like that. That the military is looking into using, like, injections for, like, um, microchips. Yeah. Not the COVID vax, but, you know, they're looking into the technology. Yeah, good lord. What happens when you get fucking ransomware in your fucking self? (laughs) You just saw the one oil, the oil refinery. Like, God... You know, you get ransomware in your fucking biology. Like, oh shit, I'm I'm ransomed. Like, literally. Yeah, yeah. Pay Bitcoin so you can use your <laughs> use your dick. <laughs> Dude, like, there's crazy shit they could do. Like, oh shit, we're gonna literally like kidnap you and hold you for ransom. A million Bitcoin, or else you ain't having any sex tonight, sir. Yeah, million, two million Bitcoin, you can't pee. It all just like piles up in your body. I had to like install an antivirus on yourself. <laughs> no, God. dude, it'll be a thing. Like you played Cyberpunk, you yeah, saw what you could do. Oh, I mean, like, I mean, like, listen. We say, I feel like every time we say that something won't happen, it, it does. It does. I know, right? No, dude. Like, see, I, here's the thing. Like, I wish Joe Biden's America, like, because this is like in our minds, it's getting kind of dystopian. You know, concerns being put on no fly list, everybody being perched on the internet. Why couldn't we have like a cool dystopia like Cyberpunk or like Blade Runner or something? Like, we don't have that. It's just like no flying cars, no like, you right, know, like I, chips like in I our wish, brains yet. Like, I wish it were a little bit cooler, right? Like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's like at least Joe Biden's America would have been a bit more exciting then. Yeah, you know, I mean Elon's developing those chips in our brains, but like I want like a cy- cyborg arm or something like. Yeah, I mean that's are... gonna be. A while. I honestly don't know how I feel about that. So. Well, see, actually, you know, for you, I'd if I was you, I'd probably be hopeful for something like that. Uh, he just left, but yeah, I, I agree. He could use that. Uh, you you there, Sam? Yeah, Discord just did like the weirdest thing where like. They know you're talking about the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about that vaccine. Man. This is well, what I was like, I, but I was saying, like, I think that you'd probably, like, you know, you, I, I'd, I'd feel that you'd probably have some potential benefits for some of these, like, robotic body parts. I mean, yeah, with the whole, with the whole, you know, I mean, like, I would definitely have to do, like, more research into it. Like, I'm not necessarily opposed to it like if it works i'm just like you know the thing that that like half my audience is like 
but Sam, then I'll be able to control you like an MK Ultra thing. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if that will, you know. Get like a fucking. Rib- I don't know, but like, see, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just very concerned about that shit. Like, no, oh yeah, yeah, no, so am I. Like, dude, like you get the ransomware on your body parts, and like you can't use your arm, you know, or you have to like you get like spam ads somehow, like in your arm. I don't know how that would even work. Yeah. Or, like, uh, oh an god. An optic. Oh. oh god! Like, like imagine you you go to bed. And you have like dreams, but you you get like ads for shit in like your your dreams and oh no like they sell your then then the fucking hackers can go like break into your dreams and like see oh well I see that you had this like wet dream with this person if you don't pay me like five thousand you know Bitcoin I'm gonna go and send this to um to this lady that you fantasized about her well uh, well here well here's here's how that would go i would i would be like i would be like go ahead and and that person would be like yeah i already i already knew he you know has what what dreams about him. what what else what else is what else is new so oh my god dude i'm looking at this elon musk shit he said to the moon on snl holy shit and he also oh said he is the first host with asperger's <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. What, what, this is amazing. Wait, does he does he really have Asperger's? Or is I don't know. Troll? I think he well, might be trolling. I don't know, man. I can see it. I can see it too. But he when he's talking about Dogecoin, he goes like to the moon. Holy shit! Like he just brought the memes to the mainstream. Let's go. Speaking of that, what's what's been going on with the uh the, the stock shit with the GameStop? It's been like now? it's just been going steady, which means who knows what's gonna happen next. We don't know. I mean, Doge has been going to the moon, like unironically, like it's been like blowing up. Yeah. Oh, they call him the Doge Father, yo. Well, I was I was like reading something on Fox on uh, like the on Fox News this morning, like you know the headline thing on my phone, uh, something like along the lines of like why Elon's you know SNL a- a- appearance is so controversial. Like that was the headline, that, and I'm liking it. I'm like, I'm like Jesus. They're making it seem. They're making it seem like from the headline that like Osama bin Laden is like hosting SNL or you know like or that like Richard Spencer is hosting. Well, they apparently made like a safe space in like the SNL studios because he was but coming like, on. But like, but like, why? Like, I mean, like, I kind of get it with like Trump and whatnot, but like, but like Elon, Elon's just a. Like is he is just is Elon considered like far right or something? Am I mi- am I missing something or? I think people the lefties were upset about like some of his anti-union sentiments and some of his uh, anti-pronouns. Yeah, because he said yeah. at one point he said pronouns are stupid. 
He said that on Twitter, and even well, his I mean, like girlfriend Grimes was like, "Elon, you're better than this." He was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really say that. But basically, that was basically like he was just like, "No, nah, don't care." See, like e- Elon is so is so smart, like IQ wise. Like he probably looks like he probably looks like he probably looks at the rest of us like. Not that like we're retarded, but like, well, yeah, kind of. But but then he, but then he must look at like the woke people and just be like, like it must be like physically painful for him to be like, you know, like around the woke people. So I I do think there's some charlatan blood in that guy. I think there's. <laughs> He's maybe a little. You just say like you say he's basically like a sociopath. No, I think he's like a fucking frog with some things. Like he was just making up bullshit. He got caught by um, was that the, who was? Wait, that? Was he like, really uh, making it up like bullshit? Yeah, he was saying that like oh we'd be able to gonna fully self driving cars by the end of the year, and then like when he actually talked to any of the people, they're like yeah we're not even at stage two yet. This you know, and we've worked our asses to get to this point. To be I, fair, he says that about everything he's ever done. Like, he'll say, like, oh, this car's going to be ready by this year, and then it, it always gets delayed. That's, like, okay. notorious about Elon Musk, because he always, like, has these deadlines they never meet. I feel like he's also... I feel like he's also desperately trying to be, like, Steve Jobs and just be, like... Nah, you know, he's his own beast. He... He's on another level. I mean, fucking the original Nikola Tesla. I think more so than Steve Jobs. He's an inventor, like a serial. Well, but well, but he's also kind of in that league of edge. Like, yeah, I yeah, bad bad example, but like you know, those guys are like edgy kind of like dudes. I don't know. Oh god, this is the Daily Beast headline. This is how you know this was probably awesome. I can't wait to watch after the show. Elon Musk's deceptive and deeply awkward SNL monologue. Apparently he actually is ass legit has Asperger's. <laughs> Asperger's. Apparently. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I love like listening to fucking British people say Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeremy Clarkson. I, I forget. I don't know if I was on like fucking Top Gear, like Grand Tour, but I remember like mentioning Asperger's syndrome. Like Asperger's. You know, Musk has Asperger's. <laughs> the pronunciation of that's just so fucking funny. He's got an aluminium funny. car in his Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> Are we the stupid Can we pronounce everything wrong? No, I think we pronounce it right. Yeah, with the aluminum. Aluminum. Aluminium. Aluminium. That sounds fucking <laughs> pretentious. Oh, it does. It's an aluminium uh, tire. No, what's, no, what's pretentious is when Americans say aluminium. It's aluminum. <laughs> aluminum. Aluminum. Oh my god, every article talking about how he reveals his Asperger's. Apparently it's true. 
Are you really surprised? Is anyone surprised? I mean, how do you spot? Like, I feel like, I don't know. You said Bill Gates had Asperger's, and it turns out he doesn't. Does I thought he did. I thought he did, too, but he doesn't. The, the and fact Elon's that more the... normal than him, and he has Asperger's. Well, there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they might seem normal to you. Well, he, Elon's not trying to exterminate the population. Yeah, Elon, as, 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 as Alex Jones would say, Elon's pro-human. Yeah, Elon might be autistic, but he's a pro He's at least a pro-human. He's our honest. He's our retard. Oh my god, they're so old, dude. Wall Street Bet's gonna be blown up with autistic jokes about this. They were gonna be like, we were right. He was retarded all along. He truly is a retard. Stop Stop stealing Apex's line, Sean. <laughs> so. I didn't know it was Apex's a- Apex. line. Apex always says, I'm your retard, Sammy. That's why I'm here. Yes. Oh. oh god, I'm going on the sub now. There's gotta be funny stuff about this, because they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, we knew he was retarded the whole time." Oh my god, he's just he's one of us. Oh, it's so funny. Oh god, that's really really funny. Yeah, this is crazy. He like admits that on national television. Like, oh man, he's hilarious. I love him. Absolutely love him. He like I used to, you know how I used to like I used to be a Steve Jobs fanboy. Now I'm like the Elon Musk fanboy. When one goes, the other fills its shoes. Completely different people, though. But they're kind of yeah. similar. They're similar but different. I mean, I mean, my mom. I actually, it's it's interesting that you say that, Sean, because like. Okay, so my my mom is in her 60s. There's no, like, you know, there's no denying that. But, like, it it, it, it is interesting, like, talking to her because she's been in tech for, like, you know, close to 40 years. So, like, she was around, she was around in Jobs' heyday, you know, and now she's around during Musk's heyday. And she kind of said the same she kind of said the same thing like they're two different people uh and like she said as to who is like going to do more important work she said she said definitely elon yeah what the fuck did jobs do he stole people's credit (laughs) no i mean no jobs completely changed computer industry and the smartphones he, he he didn't make it. He just none of these it. people make their shit that they put. Okay, probably fucking does. He, he okay. He no, yeah. I mean, I, I, no, no. Is, I, I mean, I, is he more involved than Steve Jobs? Absolutely. Is he on the factory floors? Absolutely. Is he designing a lot of stuff? Absolutely. But does he make the final end product? Mostly, probably not. So here, so here's the thing about that is, and Alex. I hate to be an asshole and I apologize, but I T people nerds do not know how to do not know how to market stuff. That they're good at building shit, but they're not they're not good at marketing people. That's where people like Steve come in. They know how to sell they know how to sell yeah. stuff. Well who is marketing Tesla? They don't have marketing. 
Yeah, see, and that's fucking job. That's fucking uh, jobs. That's <laughs> you like that. We had we had too much of that Owen talk earlier. <laughs> no, we um, it was uh, fuck. It's too much Elon Musk. Like Elon Musk is marketing and he's IT. Well, see, that is honestly like, in all serious, like the reason Tesla doesn't have marketing is because they don't need need it could they do better with it maybe but their marketing strategies earn media it's elon musk being elon musk and tesla doing cool stuff that nobody can like turn their heads away from apple did a similar thing except they added paid media with tv ads and other stuff that was trendy and cool at the time and still is in some ways but um like they had like a med product but they could go and get away with you know that marketing so they had a good marketing so it was like that med product's like okay you know that's how we got you <laughs> no i mean look even look even i think you'll admit apple's way better under steve jobs i don't know bro. yes they were an industry leader and elon musk is an industry leader in a totally different industries and he even, said, well, he's an industry leader in, like, multiple different things, so. Like, so Apple, like, Apple. computing, now, phones, music. Related to computers. Like, he did fucking, like, rockets, cars, batteries. Tunnels. Um, like, solar power, a fucking tunnel. You know, oh, like, I there's. Know. He, he's in bigger things, definitely. And I think he's going to be one of the great icons of like our history but steve jobs was important at a small level but important it's it's very it's very hard for us to and i mean i don't mean us specifically but it's it's very hard for us to look like at the way uh things are going like when we're when we're in it mm. so to speak like you know but sometimes you do know, like with Steve Jobs, like, I mean, I remember those days because I was, I was younger, like, but yeah. I was still around for it. And I knew this dude's a legend. And I, and I remember when he died and it was a big well, deal. And like Elon, I'm like, dude, this dude's a legend. Like he's going to go well, down as a legend. I, well, but like, okay. So here's the thing. Like I knew, I, I remember like I was, I was in middle school when the, when the iPhone keynote came out. And I knew it was gonna be I knew it was gonna be big because I I was like a I was like a nerdy kid even then, but I don't think I even knew I don't even think I knew like just how big it was going. That's true. To, to be you know you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I, I do feel yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of things we don't realize quite how big they are. Like you know it's big, we don't know how big. Well, I also remember like there were people who were like, this iPhone is just it's a gimmick it's not going to do anything you know like oh yeah remember like, steve Ballmer from microsoft trash games like, it doesn't have a keyboard that's so stupid <laughs> oh yeah that, that he was fucking wrong that that has that has steve Ballmer. steve Ballmer has become like a meme well yeah because he went on the stage at one time and was like whoa like getting all excited, like even more than freaking out. Was that yeah. moron from the Democrats? You, you, you should uh, there, there, there are a whole bunch of uh, there are a whole bunch of 
memes of like Steve Ballmer, like Steve Ballmer in like 1890, you know, like when the automobile first came out, where it's, <laughs> where it's like, where where he's like, there's no place for the horse, so it won't it won't appeal it won't appeal to farmers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. See that that's 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 the problem. That was exactly the problem. Microsoft and all these people is they don't understand that different products can still appeal to people because it's different. That's why they want it. To be fair, I think that the keyboard, that removing the keyboard from the phone was a bad idea. No, 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 no. I I stayed using my Droid for for like four years because that was the last smartphone that like was still made. Nobody wants keyboards. Nobody and I didn't have to use autocorrect and I could play emulators and shit with that. Okay, okay but Al, but see, here, no. here's the thing, Alex. You're and I, I mean this as a compliment but but you're like you're 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 like a heavy duty nerd, dude. Like, you you can do all, all of that stuff. Your your average uh, you know, normie though, they, they you know, like like my like my grandparents could have never figured out how to use a BlackBerry or anything in in there. Yeah, Blackberries were ass. Well, like, their keyboard was shit. Like the actual the original Droid's keyboard was pretty decent. They had the keyboard. I had the removable battery. Those two features. That was I and I I'm really pissed off about the keyboard, but the battery. I have no idea why they decided to. And I'm, I'm actually I know why they do it. It's because they're they want to go make more money, because you have to go and buy like you know go buy a new phone instead of replacing the battery now. But it used to be so easy. I could swap out the battery, the SIM card, and all that shit was in one easy find location. Ooh. I mean, it's kind it is kind of hard to argue with that. And but also. That's not like an exclusive Apple thing either. Yeah, it's like everyone now. Well, yeah, that was my problem. Like that Android, like a lot of Android fans went that way. If I'd have, if I could have my, like, I I love the one, the one phone I have right now, but like, man, if they had a, if they had a keyboard attachment, I would buy that in a heartbeat, but they don't even release those anymore. It'd be easy to go and do too. Yeah, but you don't need it. I mean, it's on the screen. It's easier. It's interactive. You can do emojis. You can change the keyboard. Like a, a could, physical keyboard on a mobile device makes no sense. The 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 faster. I could type significantly faster. Dude, you gotta push the buttons. Like it's slower. No, well, the whole I could I could go and test you with that, and I want well, the whole correct. The whole reason for that too was was because the whole reason why they got rid of that was because of like the is like for app developers it's easier for them to uh you know um it's easier for them to develop apps like across the board without having to like map things for like individual phone keyboards so well they could have standardized that stuff like they and you can still use like if if you could use a bluetooth keyboard with your phone if you wanted to yeah i mean you can same way that they have those attachments for like like what was it like microsoft surface and stuff well that makes sense cause that's a full-fledged keyboard with where you can use both hands but these with the 
with your phones, they were also mostly, I mean, I know the Blackberries were in portrait mode, but like a lot of them were in landscape mode. I never type in landscape mode on my phone, ever. I use that shit all the time when I had the keyboard, and I, and I could still use both, like with my old uh, droids. But it adds like, weight, just... adds bulk, it's so unnecessary. Like, th there's so many disadvantages to it that it makes... I mean, there are phones that have it. I'm actually looking at some now that still use it, but it's like, for me, it just makes no sense. And for most people, they would never use a keyboard on a phone again, ever. Well, the Blackberry keyboard sucks. Like, I'll give them that. But, like, that old droid one. So it was one well, phone, one model, and that's why... There is a whole line of them, droid one through four. So why they get rid of it, then? As Motorola. Motorola sort of shit the bed lately. And that's because keyboards are bad for phones now. Well, apparently I, um, you can make four versions of it. Like, okay, so like, I realized I'm a unique kind of case too, but like for me, with like, cerebral palsy, like I can, I can actually type pretty well, but like, I remember like back when we used to like have phones with like physical keyboards, it was it was like pretty hard for me like swiping and you know doing like via the screen is actually easier for me and then the other thing too is i can just use dictation on my phone too and like just talk and type and that's nice so mm. never used really dictation but i know some that's kind of been growing in popularity yeah i, know. I think most of them i know I'm... I actually mainly use it on my computer mostly when I write papers or blog. So I always just find it awkward because I'm always thinking about what I'm saying. And so it's like, I'm usually thinking about why I type it. But when you're speaking, it's like you've already said it and then you have to go back and change. I find it just more annoying than anything. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get it. But like for me, like, I kind of have to think about like what I'm gonna say anyway, like while I while I like physically type anyway. So like, and I've gotten much faster at typing, but like it it's just easier for me to say what I need to say. Um, well, I when this will eventually get there, but what I wish is that we'd finally get to a point where like these uh, assistants are actually assistants, like in the movies where you can just go. Hey Siri, can you um uh write me an email to Joe and like oh, I'm... you know it's more conversational sure. way easier. Like I know it can kind of do these things, but it's like it's... Sean, I'm so glad I had my headphones in when you said that. Otherwise, you would have triggered my <laughs> huh. Otherwise, you would have triggered the HomePod that's on my that's on my desk. Hey Siri, play um right wing death squads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know it's like I wish we get to them where they're actually like assistants like where they, it's like it's literally like another human in your phone like that'd be so cool dude I don't want that dude I, I disabled my voice speaker off of a assistant oh I have two because I don't want well actually no I have it on my phone but I disabled the like any of the other ones I disabled like all google services except for like the play store for my phone yeah I disable that shit boom you're out of here buddy <laughs> then like for the autocorrect i don't like that like i, I love I don't autocorrect like, except i hate 
I hate autocorrect because it that they it's learning how you type. It's AI like learning your shit. That's why I like the fucking keyboard. It's one less thing for them to go. <laughs> well, I mean, I like it because it makes my life a lot quicker when I'm typing. But well, it makes it quicker when I'm using the virtual keyboard. But when I had my physical one, I could go and I could out I could still outpace myself with the old Android keyboard, like significantly compared to what I got now. Could you type quicker with one hand on the physical keyboard? Oh no. Well, see, that's how a lot of my typing is. I'm one handed because I'm usually yeah. doing something. So that's what I'm saying. The physical keyboard has so many disadvantages that the advantages don't make up for it. Well, I mean, real, like, I mean, it offered both of those at the same time. Though. That was the benefit of the, the droid. I could go and use it if I'm in the portrait mode or the, yeah, portrait. I could use the virtual keyboard. But if I'm in landscape, boom, go knock that stuff out right quick. Like if I was playing a game on my phone or like watching YouTube, like looking up YouTube stuff or just, I'd use a web browser in, in landscape. I I like landscape, honestly. Like I more do than too. I it's just I don't I usually use it for just watching videos or doing anything that's better in landscape but when I'm like typing landscape I'd never never use oh yeah I don't do that because it makes it like it, it takes up too much of the screen yes the virtual keyboard versus when I had the physical one I took up none but like that's the other benefit too I'd have a whole screen when I had you know when I used a keyboard there'd be no junk in there right well, I think we've been going for like what three hours at this point. So, um, if anybody has any last things they want to mention before we just shoot the shit off air, um, uh, yes, I do. Uh, the Whitfield's important now has a channel on Odyssey as well as YouTube. Oh, nice. And we were looking into that, and I still need to email those people, but. I don't know about us. Yeah, I need to, I need to email them too. Um, I found out they have hate speech policies, and that's why I went. Ooh. Well, yeah, I want to find out what those are because, uh, to be honest, like, I I understand like you don't want some like oh you don't want some like, uh, you know who. That's just like, uh, that's just like, and the Jews, and then you have to, you know, you have to, uh, you know, you get, you get like ransacked like Gab does. So, yeah, it sucks, man. The internet's no fun anymore. It used to be, able to say, it used to be the Wild West. I mean, if, I mean, if, if these, if these left-wing uh, F-words weren't, uh, you know, if these left-wing bundles, if these left-wing bundles sticks weren't, uh, you know, the way they were. Fascists. We uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the, when I think of bundle six, I think of the fascist logo. Yeah, the cigarettes. I think. Well, I think. I think of uh, <laughs> British cigarettes. Think, you mean? I think of uh, you know. I think of male motorcycle riders now Ooh. too. Oh yeah. Just like this. <laughs> that's 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 a South Park. That's a South Park joke. So. Yeah. Oh, by the way, 
Um, want to update something we were talking about last week, debating even at one point, um, was Nick Fuentes's no fly list situation. Alex Jones hooked him up with a good lawyer that specializes in a lot of that stuff, and he's now suing the TSA. Good luck with that. I mean, I, I really do wish him good luck. Someone needs to do it. Yeah, because I mean, and he knows going up against the government with unlimited money and unlimited resources, but good for him. Somebody's doing it. And That's a sad thing, dude. Like, we saw the fucking organizations like the ACLU that used to, like, defend Nazis and shit, but now they're fucking cucks. And they won't actually defend people that deserve to be defended. Well, that's why I'm glad seeing stuff like the America First Legal Defense Fund get started, because the good thing with those organizations was that it balanced the scale. When you didn't have enough money to fight the big guys, they could step in and do it. You know, it actually was true legal empowerment in this system where, like, if you don't have big money lawyers, you can get screwed. But we don't have that. The ACLU should have been all over that, but no. Yeah, they're a a shell of their former selves. Yeah, and all these conservatives that claim that they're for free speech and they are against cancel culture. Do they even utter his name? No. Like, it really turns... It's so crazy how you can get so turned off by the right through that and then push more to Nick's direction because of it. Yeah, when was the last time the ACLU actually did something, you know, for right-wing free speech? Oh, God, that's a good question. Uh, almost, almost, almost never. But, you know... They used to do it. Like, they had the one with, like, the Jewish guy, like, the Nazi, like, they actually defend that guy's case. But that was, like... Definitely, I think probably around the Trump administration, like, at least is when they probably got fucked. Like, at the at the latest, maybe before then. Um... Yeah. Well, with that, we will close out tonight. Guys can subscribe Sam at the Whitfield Report um, on YouTube at Sam underscore NWGC on Twitter. And you can subscribe to us at Versa Media. Like, share the video. Also, um, also real quick regarding that, um, if you guys could also subscribe to the to the podcast version on uh, Apple Podcasts and whatnot. That really helps uh, me out too on the Whitfield Report. And also subscribe to Versa Media on Apple Podcasts and give them a uh, five-star rating and review too because podcasts, unlike YouTube, are still relatively free. So That's right. Let's go. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in and we have successful stream. It looks like with Streamlabs this time, so I guess we'll be using it in the future. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Wash your hands and clean your penis. Oh, fuck. fuck that <laughs>